Blog Talk Radio.
And to me, this story is kind of weird. It's just something about it just doesn't seem right. It almost doesn't seem real. Seems like fake news, right? But there was a young lady who was arrested, a 25-year-old, uh, a black woman who was arrested for trying to set on fire the historical home of Martin Luther King Jr. Strange, strange thing. All right, she was she was seen. She was recorded on surveillance cameras, and I think by a tourist also. I was looking at the story, and I also watched the video myself. I was looking at the uh, 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 video uh, that was recorded, and you know, you see her, and she's she's on the uh, on the porch, and she's splashing gasoline, or what appears to be gasoline, you know, from a uh, you know gasoline container, and it just looks really, really weird to me, uh, you know. And <laughs> so I'm gonna talk about that a bit more. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of odd to me. Don't know if you've uh, heard that story, but it's definitely made national news. It's been in uh, uh, the uh, national publications and also uh, all over the place online. Uh, telephone lines, once again, are open, uh, 563-999-3050. Uh, I wanted something else that was on my mind also. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, what are we going to be talking about today, too? I saw an interesting clip with uh, Terrence Howard, actually. So an interesting uh, a clip with him watching some, uh, you know, material uh, from, uh, uh, you know, that young man. He was, he was doing an interview, and he talked about, you know, the, the money. See, because we have a tendency of thinking that the people that we see in front of us uh, on TV, you know, if you're on television and you're making all this money, if you're in the movies, you're making all this money, if you're uh, a public figure, you know, actor or whatever it may be, then you make all this money. And that may or may not be the case. So, you know, he talked about a couple of things and he uh, uh, exposed a couple of things in relation to his own career. So we're going to get in, in, into that. And he also, you know, uh, uh, validated some of the stuff that uh, we had been talking about here on our Dirty Basement Radio in relation, you know, to that topic and, and, and uh, uh, the actor strike, with, which ended I believe not too long ago, you know, they seemed like they had uh, settled that situation. But the reason why they were out on striking and difficulties they were having, uh, particularly in this in this new age of uh, streaming and, and AI and, and all of that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So uh, uh, we're definitely going to get into that in a little bit. But, yeah, we're going to be rocking out, seeing if we can uh, 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 blaze a lot of independent fire. Now, if there's any songs that you can recall. All right, that you want to hear. So, yo, that that joint that you played uh, 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 during the Go With No uh, a couple of weeks back, that joint was real crazy. We definitely want to definitely want to uh, hear that joint again. We're definitely going to be uh, doing that uh, today and during the next week. Once again, telephone lines are open, 563-999-3050. All right, let me get it together right now, all right, as we uh, start to move forward with some of this music. Going to set it off while I get organized, all right? Played this joint last week. I like this joint right here. I like this joint. New music from and coming from Glorilla. All right, new joint right here. While I go through some of my independent, uh, independent archives from the past, go and know and see what joints you're going to be rocking out with today, real heavy. But yeah, I like this one with Glorilla and uh, 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 Fabio Foreign on this joint. This cha cha cha, Dirty Basement Radio. You know we rock all the fire first. Let's get into it right now. Be right back. I got drink on me, I make that b- thing la la la. Slide down on the up, 
rocks and make them do the cha 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 This my I'm about to come up at these hills. Mm. Yeah. On your cause I like how I feel. Mm. Yeah. That boy can't leave me alone, and that's just what it is. Mm. Yeah. In this hell can't I let Jesus take the wheel. Mm. Cha cha cha. Do the cha cha cha. Try to run up on me, are you here? Spa spa spa. Yeah. Cha cha cha. Do the cha cha cha.
you know I had all. Did it incapable, started a battery, got back in charge. Did it again, haters I hate, they admit I'm amazing. I mastered the art of the capable wins. Top of the mountain, my feathers was floating on top of my head while facing the wind. By the creator, forgiving my sins, I'm mighty creator, I need to be clean. Rocking all white, spirit fulfilled, little percentage inside of the bins. Swimming with sharks, I get caught slipping, I ain't doing no ball stripping. Did a few minutes. Walked on water in front of you niggas. I borrowed a pair of God slippers. I borrowed a pair of God slippers. Did a few miracles. I borrowed a pair of God slippers. Made them believe I did a few miracles. I borrowed a pair of God slippers. I'm with my engineer, we on business. Cut the balloon wrapper, ink in the tool, bout to pack them still real simple. Wild strings with the wide wings, with the grid lines, I done tried things. Diamond link with the small B, with the big stamps in the middle. Michael checks his head with the riddles. You gotta get some fast comprehension. Moonwalking backwards with a lot of squares, I'm a new pair competition. Last year, I was on my ass, I was doing bad, I remember. Said of prayers, I sped past, boom, through the dash in the bin. Did the incapable, started a battery, got back in charge. Did it again. Haters, I hate, they admit I'm amazing. I mastered the art of the capable wins. Top of the mountain, my feathers was floating on top of my head while facing the wind. By the creator, forgiving my sins, almighty creator, I need to be clean. Rocking all white, spirit fulfilled. Little percentage inside of the bins. Swimming with sharks, I get caught slipping, I ain't doing no ball stripping. Did a few miracles. Walked on water in front of you niggas. I'm on a pair of God slippers. I'm on a pair of God slippers. Did a few miracles. I'm on a pair of God slippers. Made them believe I did a few miracles. I'm on a pair of God slippers. Out with me. 
All right, the uh, the host of the Listening Room Philly and the Listening Room DC. You can catch them also here on Dirty Basement Radio. I'm getting ready to go out on hiatus, Priest. Getting ready to go on hiatus in a couple of more weeks. All right, uh, actually, one more week. All right, we got uh, this week coming up, and then we're going to shut it down, and we're going to put our feet up for a while, and uh, we're going to take it, as me, as uh, Mr. Roy would say, we're going to take it two letters, E-Z, <laughs> where, where is this at? <laughs> for a couple of weeks, right? Where is this at? Who that, Purple Dread? You putting your feet up. You putting your feet up. I need to put my feet up. Where is okay. this at? I I will big shout out to Purple Dread. You know what I'm saying? I'm quite sure she'll be putting her feet up too. All right, taking it easy. All right, uh, uh, you know, she uh, popped in and made uh, an appearance a couple of weeks ago. It was definitely good to hear from her. All right, big shout out to my dude, also Black Caesar. He was in the building uh, a couple of weeks ago. I'm recuperating from hip surgery, but he popped in and uh, uh, paid us a visit. So a big salute to him also. Everybody ready for a vacation, man. I'm trying I'm yeah, sorry. need that, need that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I need to. I mean, I need to. I need to hit the road, man. I need to get out of town. I need to. You know what I'm saying? But I got so much things going on. You know what I'm saying? Close to the home base. Sometimes it's kind of hard to you know, wait for like a couple of days. But I need. I need to go someplace for a couple of days, man. I need to breathe a different type of air. You know, for a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? I was. I was uh, a few months back. We was. You know, out in Texas. All right, during the last South by Southwest uh, uh, events, all right, uh, out there in, in in Austin, you know what I'm saying, and 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 had some some good times out there. Got to breathe a different air, you know what I'm saying. I need to do that again. I need to do that again. I need to breathe a different kind of air for a couple of days, see some different type of faces. Because what I noticed, man, you know, different regions have different looks. Like, if you go to California, the people kind of look a certain way, all right? You go to Florida, the people look a certain kind of way. You go to uh, Louisiana, people look a certain kind of way. It's like regional looks, you know what I'm saying? I mean, in terms of, like, facial features and everything. Like, damn, all your motherfuckers related? Well, I look like a beach bum. You like a what? what A beach bum. It's kind of cold to be on the beach this time of year, Priest. Nah, man, my lawyer called me this morning and said, you need to go to the Bahamas. You need a vacation. And I'm like, okay, who buying? Okay. Then the phone went silent. All right, I know that's right. <laughs> You're like, well, I don't know, but you have to work it out. Yeah, that's what they were saying. They were like, yo, you, you've been in a lot of ish this year, so you go ahead and take your vacation and don't think about working. And I'm like, hard. Oh, it's hard for a brother out here when you ain't got it. And you got to go get it all the time. They call that the grind, right? Yeah, yeah, you got, you got to work it out. Got to grind it out. Got to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Got to do for self, you know, more often than not. You know, especially if you're a man, if you don't make it happen, it ain't going to happen. Ain't nobody coming to save you. All right? So you just got to. My, my lawyer came to save me, man. My lawyer oh, he did? Save me. Call, call, no, she she called me no, at 7 did. o'clock this morning. Yeah, she said, yo, we having coffee. So I got up and went to the coffee shop where we go to, and she was telling me, like, you need a vacation. And then she had her assistant right there, fine, too. Her assistant was fine. And I was mm. like, would you go with me? Would you go with me? She said, no, I don't think my husband would like that. 
Okay. I'm like, I wish oh, she was honest. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I, I can't even, I can't make no moves, man. I got to just take it as it comes. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, did you find out if she had, you know, a sister or a cousin or maybe an auntie or something that, you know, uh, you know, because a lot of times, you know, she probably, you know, she's a nice looking woman like that. She probably got, you know, other attractive women, you know, in the family. You know, she might could have plugged you into something. Oh, no. See, so well, while we talking, and I said, man, I ain't got nobody to go with. So she looked over at her boss and said, she'll go with you. And I was like, oh, wow. no, uh-uh. Because her husband, I know her husband. And that don't look too good. You know what I'm saying? So he go, he go to the lawyer like, well, he ain't worried about none of that. You know what I'm saying? He got his own agenda. I'm like, okay. All right. The water started getting deep, bro. It just got deep too quick. You know what I'm saying? So I took it like, you called me this morning so you could talk to me about me going to the Bahamas with you. Oh, Snipe. Okay, good. No, I'm not going. Uh Uh-uh. Thank you. Okay, okay. All right, well, we got to figure it out some kind of way, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Sometimes, see... And that's always been my, my part of my problem, too, you know, across the board. A lot of times I'll be trying to drag somebody along with me. I don't want to do it by myself. Always trying to drag somebody along with me. All right, but I see Mr. Roy is ready. All right, let me get him uh, on these airways. Mr. Roy, what's the good word? You already know who it is when you hear that sound. <laughs> you know how it's going down. Taking the two letters, easy, in the cool cabin. You know what I'm saying? I'm over here doing what I got to do, and I got to do it. No more lizards, no more iguanas, but you know I do what I want to. I have a problem with that statement that was made a minute ago when she said, I don't think my husband would like that. So you're basically saying that you would like that, but your husband wouldn't. So, you know, you got to listen to the way certain women say certain things because that was a tricky statement. Instead of her saying, no, I can't do nothing like that, I'm not interested because I'm happily where I'm at, she said, oh, no, I don't think my husband would like that. So what about you? We ain't said what your husband would like. You see, oh, they, mislead oh. us. They, they mislead you sometimes with some of those comments. Those comments lead Bob you to think, like, my husband don't like it, but I would, <laughs> I, but, but I can't say that. That's very perceptive, oh. Mr. Roy. Very perceptive. Oh, now, yeah. now, that should have been maybe, you know what I'm saying, now, if you, you know what I'm saying, now, now, if you're trying to run game, that should be the follow-up question, right? Well, your husband might not like it, but what, is, what about you, right? What do you, you like that? Exactly. You know what I'm <laughs> we can work you know, it out. <laughs> No, we we gotta tell him. We gotta tell him. I didn't even read all that, baby. I'm a wordsmith, baby. I listen. I listen to what's being said and then how it's being said. That's the that's the skill set that you gotta get when you when you become a battle rapper. Watch her like me and Sincere. They they Uh, say things in double ways that you gotta listen to it and read into it in many different ways. Now that was something that. She, that was a fling to you because she was like, I don't think my husband would like that. But, you know. Possibly. Yeah, if, possibly. Yeah, you're, you right, know, Mr. you're right, You're right about you know that. That's saying? definitely a possible way it could be, uh, you know, construed and whatnot. And, you know, uh, you know, if you wanted to take that next step, I guess you could pursue that a little bit more, go down that road and, you know, see if there's going to be any kind of twists and turns that may be to your favor. You may end up with a telephone number. You may have, a, have an opportunity to have a little rendezvous, right? Exactly. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The women, women now, the way they do things is way, way, way more underhanded than they used to do it. And now they're just becoming more sleuth with it, you know, to try to be like, 
you know what, y'all men ain't up on it. Y'all do things the basic way. We're going to show you how to do it. If y'all cheat, I'm going to show you that I cheat better. Come on, y'all. Listen, we could figure these women out because they could they think they could figure us out. But at the same token, the way the way somebody passes you the ball and you, how you catch it and what you do with it once you catch it, that's on you. Oh, well, she do she threw the she threw the lawyer up under the, on the table on the bed or whatever. She, she said, but she'll go with you. And I know her husband. I was like, hold on now. So I didn't put one and two together and get three, because I didn't know like I was the only guy going. I didn't know that. Okay. I I put one and two together. I get four. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, I see something different. All right. Well, you know. <laughs> No, I see. Well, see now that reminds me. All right, that reminds me of a classic line from a classic song by a legendary artist. What did Bill Withers say? He says, "I keep adding up one and one, but I keep coming up with three. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so, you know, so sometimes that math really don't be mathing, right? You'd be like, "Wait a minute, there's some yeah. I see, I see like an extra shadow over there, you know, trying to lay in the cut." What's that, what's that shadow over there? I see an extra shadow over there, something going on. All right, but, um, yeah, situation's down. I think we got Remedy Cold Sweat in the building. She's just getting in the building, just in the nick of time. All right, uh, 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 you know, she missed a little part of this conversation, but I guess we could uh, fill her in as we uh, go on. Remedy, how you feeling? Yeah. <laughs> what's up? What's y'all talking about? <laughs> I talk about situations and circumstances, and you know, priest, you know, found found himself, uh, you know, see, see, priest is trying to go on vacation. All right, Matt, because you know, oh, saying because we, okay. we get ready to go on our daily hiatus. I'll uh, be getting ready to go off the air for a couple of weeks and take a break. So priest is like he trying to go to the Bahamas. He trying to go to you know some place you know foreign and exotic and and warm with a beach and 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 all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So you know he's looking for somebody like the, you know to, you know to fly him out and to fly out with him because he don't want to fly out by himself. He wants somebody to fly out oh with him. God, so right. you know so so you know so so he was in a situation with his lawyer and and you know they were trying to like hook him up and plug him in. But, you know, the people that, you know, was getting hooked up and plugged in was already spoken and accounted for. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we had gotten caught up on the language because when he was speaking to us, he was like, well, you know, my husband wouldn't like if I was to go out on vacation. If I take a trip and go out with you, my husband's not going to like that. So Mr. Raw came in and he was like, well, you know, that language right there that the husband won't like that is kind of suspicious and suspect because she's saying the husband won't like it, but she's not saying that she wouldn't entertain it, you know, if given the opportunity, right? So, you know, that's where the conversation was right there. We were just talking about the nuances of, of, of language and how sometimes, you know, we let certain things slide, like, you know, saying if a woman says to you, uh, uh, you know, my husband might not like it. A lot of times, you know, we'll just leave it right there and say, okay, well, she got a husband, this, that, and everything. Let me leave that alone. But she didn't say that, no, that's not something that I would do. You know what I'm saying? So you might want to take that further and, you know what I'm saying? You never know where it might lead. You know what I'm saying? What do you think about that? You think that, you know, that I little... Think it's pretty much, I think it's pretty much what it is. You know, hey, it's, that's just it's clear. It's just, I, I, hey, I have a husband. So it's what, it's either going check with him or he's not or he's not having it. I don't think if I was in that situation, I would have to go any any further than just saying, well, hey, you don't have a husband. Because I know he probably won't like it and won't allow me to go, you know, and, and take a trip with 
another male, and I'm pretty sure didn't have anything with the guy. I would be able to, you know, wouldn't be able to, you know, trust me or anything. It's just like I know for a fact he's he's not gonna have that shit. So then why not just say, well, listen, I'm I'm a I'm a married woman, and I don't do that. Why not just flat out just say it like that? A a little bit less easier. It'd be a lot easier to just say that rather than just be like, oh well, I'm married and my husband ain't having it, and I ain't no single woman, and we. You know, my husband ain't having it. You know, because people do got their... <laughs> now, you know, people... if you want to sit on the talk, we all can do that, you know. But other than that, it's just clear. It doesn't even go no further than that. That's just it. <laughs> okay. All right. That's what it Thanks. is. All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks for getting me out of that. Thank you. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's why... I need trouble with you. Now, see, that's why we need, you know, Remedy in the building, all right? We need our, yeah. you know, uh, we need our female perspective to help, you know, reel us back in, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we might go too far out on a limb. <laughs> yeah, we might go too far. That's just it. <laughs> Not saying I wouldn't have went with the assistant, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't have went with it. wouldn't have been no problem. She was all that, and she making money, too, so I would like it. They yeah, I know you like that part, right? You like that part. know how to be adult, then yeah, me, we can't go. You know, everybody know how to be adults. Everybody know better. And if don't nobody know better, then I, and I feel like don't nobody know better, I'm going to hit you with that, uh, hey, I have a husband. My husband okay. don't like that. But other than right. that, me, I, yeah, go ahead. See your thing. It's a it's, it's job. It's work. Everybody's grown. Everybody know better. Whoever don't, just stay at home. I like that. Okay. Oh, all right. That's why all I right. see them. That's what. All right, no doubt. All right, dirty business. Now having some grown folks conversation about this and that. Got a few more things we're going to talk about, but we're going to get back to some more of this music right now. A joint that we just played last week during the going note. They got some good feedback. I bitch it out to J.I., the Prince of New York. This song is called Broken Enough. Dirty Basement Radio, the independent artist's best friend. Yeah. Do you love me or love me not? Get down on money, let my guard down, ask the tide or not. PowerPoint presentations portraying my pride a lot. And anytime you're doing something good, I'll tell you right on. Cause you deserve it. And I know God ain't make you to be, but you're perfect. Me and you beefing all the time, that shit ain't worth it. Because the both of us are broken enough. I got a heart I wanna give, but I'm scared you might break it. Please don't do it, cause I'm broken enough And when we outside my chain, you can wear it So everybody know this is us Go put on your earmuffs, baby, block out the hate Let them bitches focus on us Grab your cup, this toast is for us Cheers to being broken enough You're not controlling, you just got controlling me Baby, keep it going, I like what you're showing me Bright lights, different cities, everywhere I go I know there's different cameras flashing on me I'm the underdog, I love how they keep passing on me She disappeared and come back, Ramadan, she fasting on me This shit ain't even funny, but I feel them laughing at me Round of applause, had him shocked, he ain't know who was clapping at him You could be my dirty little secret I promise not to do you dirty, just don't leave me Wanna tell you how I feel, but I'm scared how you might receive it You're my one and only, and I need you to believe it yeah. I know what I need now Someone to hold it down and not let me down no, no, Before no. you think I do, I already know what's up No expectations, baby, cause I'm already broken enough I got a heart I wanna give, but I'm scared you might break it 
Please don't do it, cause I'm broken enough. And when we outside my chain, you can wear it. So everybody know this is us. Go put on your earmuffs, baby, block out the hate. Let them bitches focus on us. Grab your cup, this toast is for us. Cheers to being yeah. broken enough. I perform poorly when it comes to showing love. Inconsistency opens its arms and always gives me hugs. But temptation always looks beautiful whenever she shrugs. But I could feel my loyalty cheering for me above. So please just keep on rooting for me. I'm always giving you chances for you to do this to me. But I don't what I need now. I'm gonna find a better bitch and bring your self-esteem down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a heart I wanna give, but I'm scared you might break it. Please don't do it, cause I'm broken enough. And when we outside my chain, you can wear it So everybody know this is us Go put on your earmuffs, baby, block out the hate Let them bitches focus on us Grab your cup, this toast is for us Cheers to being broken enough the show was this situation 
uh, down in Georgia about the young lady who tried to set the uh, the home of Martin Luther King Jr. on fire. Did you hear that story, Mr. Roy? Mr. Roy? I only heard it when you said it a minute ago, but that was that's that's crazy. You, you had mean, it uh, okay, go ahead. But I mean what what I mean really and truly at this day and age, what was the significance of that? And then what was the penalty? What was the penalty? Like like did they brush it off like it wasn't no big deal? Or did they well, well, this is a recent occurrence. I mean, this just happened like a day or so ago. So this is, you know, a brand new story, uh, you know, a brand new happening. Uh, well, she was uh, apparently taken into custody. You know, it's been said that, you know, I guess quite obviously, you know, you would think that somebody would, you know, be having uh, some type of a mental breakdown to do something like that. But, you know, that's what's been, you know, that's what's been stated. You know, that's one of the things that has been stated that, you know, she's going through a, you know, mental, mental episode. But, um, yeah, it just seemed really kind of, kind of odd. Your mic is breaking up a bit. You're chopping up in and out. Okay, thank you. Uh, Priest, have you heard that? Yeah, I heard all that, but I'm more on the line of you did it. You're mental. So now, somebody sent some funding to rebuild the house in case of Ross Ross. Okay. There was no persons involved besides the mental person, okay? Now, if somebody want to hear their story, then I guess that would be newsworthy. Why did you Why did you do that? I don't know. My medication was not right that day. I mean, we got to, you know, you want to bring attention to Martin Luther King? People already know that whatever he said, can't nobody do nothing about it because it all came to fruition, Okay. I'm just being quiet now, cause don't get me started. I'm just well, it always seems that there has to be, you know, there has to be a story, you know, there has to be some kind of happening, some kind of situation, or circumstance that involves a black person that you know gets heavily, heavily reported almost on a on a, a weekly basis. You know, whether it's a celebrity, you know, Puffy's being charged with a whole bunch of more stuff. Some more people apparently are. You know, coming out, a whole bunch of other things are being said. You know, people are starting to say, well, it looks like, you know, his his time is up at the top of the mountain. You know what I mean? And and it's, it's time for his, uh, uh, you know, fall from grace, as it were. <laughs> and um, it's just a nonstop. It's just a, it's just it's just a nonstop, you know, flow. You know, we talked about the, you know, the Dwight Howard situation here on Dirty Basement okay. Radio. We talked about the, you know, the girl who kidnapped herself. And these are just, you know, ongoing stories, ongoing stories. You know, there's been, situa- there's been situations, unfortunately, with, you know, different, uh, you know, situations. And and it's, it's, it, it has to be something that keeps the attention, uh, you know, of the, um, you know, majority of the uh, citizenry that focuses on black folks, you know what I'm saying? So it's like nonstop, you know, it's nonstop. But, um, yeah, that's just one of those, another one of those uh, things that's been reported. I'm quite sure that next week it'll turn into, it'll turn into something else. And maybe it might get quiet for a little while as we get ready to go into the, you know, in, 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 into the new year, maybe it'll quiet down for a little bit and we'll get a little break from the shenanigans and such. 
You know what I'm saying? Now, Remedy, you were uh, we were talking behind the scenes, and you had had a you know something that you had wanted to put on the table, like an interesting, uh, 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 a uh, interesting question. You wanna you wanna talk about that a bit? Yeah, I did because um, a lot, a lot, a lot lately, it's been like a lot of um, celebrities that have been having um, sexual allegations or any kind of allegations put against them. But these are the same artists, the same celebrities that we all love, that we all follow, that have been that we've been fans of forever. And and when it, when I see stuff like this, I don't immediately jump to to judging because it's hard for me to do it. So I, so it's like, yeah, you, this is I'm a fan of this person and, and their work and all of that, and I look up to them and everything. But damn, did he really do this to this person? Did he or he do this to this many people, and then should I feel like, um, as a fan now, I don't like this person anymore after all these years I've been a super fan of this person, or do I continue just, you know, being a, a super fan? And that's like a question for everybody, and if anybody ever feels that way, am I the only one? I'm not going to hate. Let's just say take Rihanna in a Christmas situation, for for example. I like both of them as artists. I cannot say, oh, I'm not fucking with him and his music because of what happened between them because I fuck with them as artists. And is it, it does it have to be a personal thing? Like, if somebody help me out. Because <laughs> all not of it. it hurts my feelings when I'm hearing So all of it hurts my feelings. But it doesn't change how I feel about the people as artists and, and celebrities. Okay, so as far as you're concerned, you know, if you if you like the music, you like the music, even though it may, you know, bother you, whatever they're being, like, accused of. If you like the music, then that's it. Yeah, so, so, yeah something like that on the side. But I've, I've, I've given, like, my party how it makes me feel. So back to everybody else. Do y'all, do, y'all, do y'all see it from, do y'all have to go through there? Do y'all see that? and be like, damn, this was my boy, or damn, I believed in her. She did this. I don't know if I can support, you know what I'm saying, but I'm still listening to 12 Play and all of that. Okay, uh, got you, got you. You know what it is? You know what it is? You, you try to separate the artist from the body of work that you admire. Like um, right. when Sincere, Sincere can tell you, when all that Bill Cosby stuff went on, man, I was hurt because that was my idol. I worship yeah. Bill, Bill Cosby, I, and not because of the comedic, just because of the things and the groundbreaking things that he has done. I followed right. his career, you know, and mm-hmm. and then when he even, I followed him knowing that he didn't even graduate elementary school on time and then went back and then, and then went to the military and then went back and went to college and then went back then got a doctorate, then got this, then monopolized on certain different aspects of the game itself. And then when it seemed like he was trying to, you know, capitalize on getting the, one of the biggest networks, they pulled things out of the woodwork to, to, to just cancel him and we should just say forget him. Just like Michael, I still love Michael Jackson. I love R. Kelly. I, you can't tell me nothing about these people because their artistry and body of work that I admire in my mind is separate from what they've been accused of. Yeah, I kind of, go ahead, please. Oh, oh, no, when, when, and listen, when Remedy started speaking, 
I saw the picture of Luther Vandross. I saw it just flashing my head. Said <laughs> nobody paid no mind that Luther was close. You never heard anybody say any discouraging word about Luther. And they better not. Huh? And they better not. I, I, I was going to say that part, too. So I was like, so how come in this time certain people is getting outed for doing stuff? I ain't going to say they're not doing it, but they're getting outed. Now, Luther never got outed till right now. Till right now, ain't nobody going to say nothing about Luther. So because he, he he created more population in the black in the black community more than any <laughs> any other singer. People yeah. made more babies made more babies to Luther and got okay. married to Luther more than anybody. Right. Okay. So his positiveness, his positive message, his positive image, his positive being. I'm just saying being. Right. Yo. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what we grew up when they say a guy's in the closet. You never knew. You just watched his work and go like, damn, this my boy can sing. And then, you know, you take the benefits from it. You ain't getting no benefits from R. Kelly or Uffy or whatever. You ain't getting no benefits from none of that behavior. None of it. And here you go. Last word, they had it all. Whatever all is, they had it all, okay? But what did they do when they got it all? What did they do? They did the most negative thing, negative thing, negative thing, and that's what they had. Bill Cosby, he put a lot of people to work, man. Him and Quincy Jones, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people worked to make sure black people had schools and they put their money where their mouth was. And But what happened to Bill? Bill was doing that shit where they said he was doing because he was with them so he could do whatever they was doing. Bill Cosby was one of the first people to kiss a white woman on TV. Mm. <laughs> I, I kid you not. And I kid he you broke not. barriers. He broke, he broke multitude of barriers that, that if it wasn't for him, a lot of things never would have been in play like they are now. He was the right. first first black man to be in a starring role in, in something that wasn't a sitcom, that wasn't belittling or wasn't making a scene buffoonery. You know, there was a starring role on major network television. That I right. spy, he broke barriers. He made things right. happen. Wasn't for him, it wouldn't have went down. Right, exactly. So his, his TV character made it so that people overlooked the Jello Foot Man, he couldn't have never done that. Jello, Jello, now they, but no, they knew he did all of it, and they they paid all these women to show up now. Where the woman can say Thursday at seven o'clock, we was here at this hotel, and they go back and find the records, and he was there with her. See, they got him, they got him. That's why he can't say nothing now. And here's the best part about the whole thing about my man Bill, Camille, his wife. She ain't never deserted him. And she knew the game they were playing. Okay. She knew that. They're coming after your husband. Well, so that's I'm good. Like that. I'm, well, I'm you know, that's a testament, quiet. you know, 
well, you know, that's a, you know, that's definitely a testament to her too. You know what I'm saying? That, because, uh, you know, that would have been, you know, that would have been a, almost like a final nail in the coffin for them to be able to, you know, turn around and say, well, you know, even his wife deserted him. She knows that he's dirty and this, that, and the other thing. That would have been yeah. a whole nother, you know, level yeah. to it. So, um, yeah, definitely, you know, salute to her for being the, you know, for being the strong woman that she is. Uh, give that, yeah, jump back to some more of this music right now, Dirty Basement Radio. I uh, expecting DJ QBZ to be in the building. All right, hanging out, hanging out with us for a couple of minutes. All right, we got a, uh, we got a, we got, a, we got a mix from him lined up. He's uh, uh, affiliated with one of the other stations that carry us in syndication. All right, so he's going to be sitting in with us. Now, we're not doing a going out today, but uh, he's going to be in the building. We're going to showcase him and uh, one of the mixes. And, of course, we're going through some of these joints that we've been uh, rocking out with for the year and uh, maybe get some feedback uh, nonetheless from him on some of these joints that have gone well with the panel over the course of this year. But this is one of the new R&B joints that I'm rocking with real heavy right now. Loving this song right here. This is Neo featuring Fabulous, and this is Link Up. Dirty Basement Radio. We'll be right back.
loving that vibe, loving that bounce. Thirty minutes of radio giving you those back-to-back hits. Let's keep it going right now. Brand new Ace Hood. This is Energy.
you know, in the music business, you know, because that's where what we're most, you know, heavily invested in. We've all heard the horror stories, you know, about how, you know, artists, uh, you know, get ripped off and underpaid and bad contracts and, you know, different situations. And at the end of it all, they end up on the label millions and millions of dollars and, and you know, never to be heard from again. <laughs> You know, it goes real bad, real quick, goes left. You know what I'm saying? They got a song that's bumping on the airwaves. It's real heavy. You know, everybody's loving it. You know, once again, you see them everywhere. But, you know, what they're making now, we're used to that, you know, in the movie, uh, in, the, in, the, in the music business, you know, with the streaming services now, and you know, the little bit of bread that they're giving out, the fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a, a penny per stream, and you know, uh, you know, a million streams doesn't add up to a million dollars, doesn't even add up to half a million dollars or a quarter of a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? It adds up to a fistful of dollars, <laughs> almost literally like a fistful of dollars, you know, for like a million streams. So, you know, that's what we uh, uh, have grown accustomed to in the music business, uh, not realizing that, you know, uh, in the modern day era and, you know, going back in the days, too, I would imagine that uh, actors been dealing with a, a similar kind of a situation they're not really making the bread that you would think that they're you know making for these you know blockbuster movies that you know bring in you know uh millions of dollars sometimes you know hundreds of millions of dollars you know when you get the worldwide sales and 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 everything like that you know accounted for and the streams and you know the video on demand and the different ways that they you know run those numbers up and you know monetize these particular products right you know what i'm saying uh but what are the people that are actually uh, making these things come to life, what are they, you know, uh, being, you know, compensated? Like, what are they really being, you know, compensated, you know, for, you know, for their, you know, for their efforts? Uh, now, our our resident, you know, a TV and movie critic, our very own, both Cisco and er, uh, Ebert, all right, he's both in one, all right, my dude, Mr. Raw. Right, he keeps abreast of all the, you know, the TV shows and the reality shows and different stuff like that. So, you know, uh, uh, Mr. Roy, you got any kind of, you know, perspective on, 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 on that? You know, what these uh, actors, are, you know, are really, really getting paid? No, not really on the percentage-wise, but I know at first, at first, there used to be every year there was a breakout star, which was the $20 million kid. And there was there was many given times that when uh, at one point in time it was Denzel and then it was Will Smith. I remember when it was Jim Carrey. I remember when it was um um what's his name Forrest Gump um um damn Tom Hanks name? Tom Hanks Tom Hanks it was Tom Hanks it was Robin Williams. I remember when it got to when when The Rock uh, his status got up to where he started getting twenty million in the show. Uh, when Kevin Hart did it, I remember when um, uh, Eddie Murphy did it. I, went, I remember when Martin Lawrence did it. Dave Chappelle, you know, they were getting at the time when they got to the height of their career. That's when they were in demand and was on call, and they the, the requirement that was met for them to get any gig was $20 million for the show, for the for the uh, movie, you know. And I remember when I first heard that, I was like, damn, that's $20 million? Damn, regardless to how much a movie costs, that's their fee. So that's why they go so hard. And then, you know, when you would see certain actors, there's a couple of actors that I always say never get their just diligence. Um, Colin, Colin Powell. Colin Powell, I, I would have to explain to you who he is. He's in a million movies that you've seen already. 
He played preachers. He played drug pimp pimps. He played cops. He he was in the Friday. He was he's Pinky in Friday when when they when they robbed the store and he owned the the record store. That right. same guy. He, he's been in so many movies. Right. But I don't really think he, I don't really think he's ever gotten to the twenty million dollar status, you know. And he and I think he's fought for it, but he didn't get there. Uh, even even when they, young Michael B. Jordan got to that point, and then finally Samuel Jackson. But he had to do so much work in order for him to get to to obtain that status. It ain't easy. And then right. when you get there, you got you got to hold it. You're not you're not Absolutely. worth that much every movie. You get a percentage, and it changes. You know, it's well, not like it's not like now. It's not like right now. Every single movie Will Smith do is twenty million. No, right, it right. Reduces and it, it, it fluctuates. No right. All right, now I think you're right about you know. There's always you know somebody who breaks through, and they'll be the like the main you know leading actor, be it a male or a female actor. They'll be the one that. Uh, you know, uh, uh, is what they call the most bankable. All right, we put them in the movie as 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 the star of the movie. People are gonna come out and they're gonna see them. They put butts in the seats, right? All right, but you know your regular actors or you know your actors that are they're still known actors. You know, to us, you know, we consider them to be you know stars, right? We consider them to be stars. We figure that. You know, they're getting, you know, if they're not getting 20 million, that might, of course, that may be way, way on the, you know, top end of the scale. But, you know, they're getting a fair amount for, you know, what the movie is making at the end of the day. I big shout out to DJ QBZ. I see him in the building. We're going to get him connected in a minute. I see that four zero uh, 407 area code also in the building. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, press that number one button. But I came across this clip, right? from uh, uh, Terrence Howard. Now, we all know Terrence Howard, all right? Great actor, been in a number of films and whatnot. And, you know, he was, he was you know, um, very interesting fella, you know what I'm saying, off camera. I was watching uh, uh, some other uh, uh, content uh, from him, like aside from this clip that I'm just getting ready to play, uh, definitely uh, 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 a gentleman who's into a, you know, great many things, a lot of... Uh, esoteric things also so you just you definitely might want to uh, check out uh, some of the things that Terrence Howard talks about and has to say but I want to play this clip for y'all now uh, and he was talking about his own experiences did you have a gut feeling that this movie was going to be really no, transformative oh no, check this out I paid $12,000 for doing Hustle and Flow and then on now I want to stop that right there I want to stop that right there and I'm going to bring that back Listen to that again, because you did hear exactly what he said. Did you have a gut feeling that this movie was going to be really no, transformative? No, check this out. I paid $12,000 for doing Hustle and Flow. And then on top of it, what Paramount did, <laughs> instead of putting my name as Terrence Howard performing the, the songs, right. they put performed by DJ. Well, they own DJ. So guess what? The performance royalties went to Paramount. They went, Wait a so minute. They didn't go to Terrence Howard. Howard they went to... 
all, that's all I ever made from Hustle and Flow. Everything else went right back into Paramount. So now I got to sue Paramount or send them a letter. Are you serious? I got to send them a letter to say, hey, you guys owe me about 20 years worth of residuals and, and performance royalties. But I didn't know. I was just, right, trying, right, I was just right. trying to pay my rent then. I made $6,000 doing, doing Crash. Crash didn't... I remember the movie Crash, dollars. yes, that's right, that's right. The business don't pay actors anything. That's why, we're, that's why the strike is going on. Actors are struggling. As you and I were kind of joking earlier, it's hard out here for a pimp. Yeah, it is hard, unless you do it right. Unless you do and it I right. Was, I've never been good at being a pimp. You know, the pimp has to have a heart, a heartless, a heart of stone, you know, and, and mine is made of flesh and yeah. blood, and like everybody else. So I'm like, why can't we be fair to each other in the industry? Why is there this lack of equanimity, mm -hmm. you know? So we start, my wife started a thing called MyHolly.app, and it gives an opportunity for actors or entertainers around the world to now audition on their phone. You don't have to go to Hollywood. Right. You don't have to go to Tokyo or Singapore or, 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 or any place. You can actually stay at home, stay in school, audition, keep your day job, and accomplish your dreams. So, Terrence, what, you're taking out the middleman, so to speak, Completely. are you not? I want to get rid of the agents. I want to get rid of the managers. I want to get rid of the unions. SAG has done nothing. So they, they sit up and say they're here right. for us now. They're talking because they haven't gotten right. the money. When I went to SAG five years ago saying, hey, Fox stole my image from, from, from Hustle and Flow, and they're monetizing it. SAG didn't do anything to help me. They waited nine months till the statute of limitations got, oh, I'm sorry, you definitely got a, a statute of, uh, um, a right to publicity issue. So they're not here to help the actors. They're here to make their money. So we're starting um, a community of international artists okay. that will all work together and support each other in this in this quest to tell the truth and, mm -hmm. and to entertain mm -hmm. each other. All right, now y'all heard that, right? He got $12,000 for hustle and flow, Mr. Roy. $12,000. You know how much money that thousand, made, man? 12, you know yes, 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 $12,000. And then... To make it even worse, you hear what he said? Now, the songs that he performed on, of course, he didn't write the songs. You know, 3-6 Mafia wrote the songs. But the songs that he performed on, right, that were released, you know, under the, you know, the DJ, right? Uh, uh, he didn't get no bread for that. You know what I'm saying? All that money oh. since, it was, since it was released under the name that was owned by the company, all of that bread went to the company. He said the only money... He's made thus far over the course uh, since that movie dropped, like 20 years ago, is that $12,000, and now he has to try to sue them and pursue, you know, that those 20 years worth of, you know, back rent. Now, you heard what he said. That's why they were on strike, all right? And AI and the streaming services and all that kind of stuff made it even worse. All right, just like it did for the artist, you know what I'm saying? The technology is definitely a double-edged sword. Sure, it puts your product out on wider and wider platforms. People can see it, you know what I'm saying? They can stream it to their mobile devices and all that other kind of stuff. You're not, you know, uh, uh, stuck in a stationary place. You're not stuck in your home anymore. You can view the content anywhere, all right? But at the same time, while it, 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 it widened your visibility, it lowered your revenue. You know what I'm saying? It lowered your revenue. So, uh, you know, it, it's really, it's really, it's really a crazy thing. They're not really getting the bread, 
that you think that they're always getting. Now, Crash was another movie. He mentioned the movie Crash. Now, I remember that movie, too. I saw bits and pieces of it. That was a big, you know, uh, uh, a big budget movie that was a, you know, had a number of different, you know, stars in it. They spent a lot of money to put that movie out there. And he said he made (laughs) $6,000. And it was a controversial movie. It was very controversial. It was a lot of it was a lot of controversy through that movie, and 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 it was one of those slow growers. So trust me, it made money in the box office. It made right. they didn't do the numbers that everybody thought it would have did. But later on, even when they get the replay, they get residuals from the 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 um the the home office. But you know when we rent DVDs in those days and things of that sort, it shows how many people rented it. It shows the numbers. So they added up. They used to always wonder. How did they collect money? How did they, uh, you know, look at the gross of how what was going on? But you know, six thousand dollars for something that made sixty million? Come on. Yeah, that's crazy. That's absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. But this is the real state of the industry. This is what's going on behind the curtain. This is you know beyond all of the smoke and the mirrors. You know, people think that they live in large. Elvin <laughs> uh, J. Foot, you got a mansion on the yacht? Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe only, gotta, the, only the ones, it, only the ones that spent their money correctly, the ones that invested their money wisely, was was able to benefit from it. Because you know, unless you kept, that's why some of these guys try not to let a year go by where they don't do any work because right. the money goes out. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You really can't. You got definitely got to stay working. All right, well, let me get back to the telephone lines. I got a 407 area code, and we got DJ QBZ in the building. I'm going to get him connected in a minute. We got a, uh, uh, we got a special mix we're going to get into from him and chop it up a bit, see what's really good in his neck of the woods. 407, what's happening with you? Hi, good evening. Yeah, what's happening with you? How you doing? Um, everything's good, but I just want to chime in on that. I read recently that um, Jamie Lee Curtis from Halloween, whenever she came out with that movie, um, I think it was between 5000 and 8000 that she made with it. Um, an actress like her is just insane. But I do believe what um, Mr. Rogers said, that between the DVDs, you know, the, you know, the black market, it's kind of sort of impossible to bring in that money like that based on technology that we have. And I see it a lot, um, even with rap artists. So I think the technology is a good thing, but I think also um, it's to be determined down the road. Right. Now, would you think that, you know, now you mentioned Jamie Lee Curtis. Now, a movie like, you know, certain movies are, you know, just like you were saying, like with the bootleg movies or, you know, not even bootleg, but the, you know, uh, a straight to DVD or now you have Tubi, you know, uh, uh, people are, you know, putting together their content and they're pitching it to Tubi before Tubi had Netflix and, you know, and they're putting together their, their, their content and they're, you know, pitching it over to, you know, Netflix and, and, you know, uh, you know, places, places like that where they could get, you know, uh, uh, airplay, you know, do you think that that's, you know, do you think that, you know, but, you know, do you think that that's part of the problem, problem too? Because you could have so many different kind of places where you could have this content at. Like I was saying before, you could get to be known, but you might not get no money. And, um, you know, for a movie like Halloween, that was kind of like back in the days, I guess that was back in like the 80s that came out or maybe like the late, what, 70s, the first one came out, something like that. 
like that was probably like what 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 would be considered like a low budget movie, right? That was kind of like a low budget movie, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah so you would you know, but for one of these blockbusters, one of these, you know what I'm saying? Now I remember hearing, I don't know if you heard, uh, you know, um, who was it? Um, people who were in Friday, you know, the, the, the you know the uh, Ice Cube movie, um. You know, they really didn't get paid like a lot of bread for that. But, you know, that would be, I guess, considered kind of like a halfway low budget movie that just blew up. You know, that one just, you know, everybody loved it and it was funny. And then that one just kind of blew up. But I think a lot of the actors like, you know, John Witherspoon, you know, Pops and whatnot. I don't think he got a lot of bread, you know, for being in that movie. I don't think Chris Tucker got a lot of bread for being in, you know, that movie. But some of these bigger movies, you know what I'm saying, to only get a little bit of money like that, $12,000 or $6,000 kind of crazy no mm. yeah, i agree yeah, that's, that's crazy that's crazy but yeah we definitely think that they would have you know a bigger bigger slice of the pie than that but apparently not uh let me get dj qbz connected now i hope i'm saying that right brother how are you what's going on man yeah all right, what's that? right all right all right all right well definitely welcome to the uh dirty basement radio show pleasure to have you working, you know, behind the scenes because uh, you're the uh, program director on a station that, you know, carries the show uh, in syndication, all right, uh, uh, Blazing, Blazing 420. So, uh, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, so why don't you, you know, uh, talk a bit about your background and such? Uh, man, I, I, I came in this game a long, long time ago. Uh, I'm going to say around in the 90s, man, uh, just a little bit out of high school, man. Uh I was inspired by uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and uh, Kid Capri. Uh, I will always watch uh, uh, Death Comedy Jam. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite parts on Death Comedy Jam was uh, toward the end of it, you know, when it was about to go off. And uh, DJ Kid Capri would, would do his little, you know, his little sessions and stuff like that, man. And just to kind of carry it on, uh, I really, really got inspired to DJ um, was with, uh, when I saw uh, Jazzy Jeff. And, um, you know, that just kind of took it on a whole other level. So uh, I've been in the game probably over 15-plus years. Uh, just, you know, uh, I've had chances to do certain shows with certain artists, uh, club DJ, pretty much everything, man. So I'm kind of now, I'm kind of like now on my le- my next level tip, you know. So now I'm more into the radio side of things, uh, even running my own station, 318livefm.com, also, you know, and doing the programming for it, just as well as Blazing 420. And, uh, you know, it's it's just a, Everything about music, man, I, I just I just love it. And uh, uh, I just hope to, you know, inspire other, you know, up-and-coming DJs and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, to to take that same path. And, and also, you know, uh, giving the chance, man, to uh, network with uh, a lot of DJs, man, and, and uh, you know, just, just, just keep the movement going, you know. I'm a big hip-hop head, you know. <laughs> Uh, love hip hop, love hip hop, everything okay. about hip hop, man. Yeah, know, that's what uh, it is. It's it's, it's bleed, it bleeds my blood, you know. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
So, yeah, you know, as far later. as, you know, as far as some of the music that's, you know, like, you know, where we find ourselves now, you know, in the industry, a lot of the stuff that's out there, you know, in the marketplace, you know what I'm saying? What's your thoughts on basically like the state of it, like the state of hip hop, you know, where, uh, yeah. you know, we're, we're coming through what's been celebrated as, you know, hip hop's 50th year, the 50th anniversary of hip hop. So, you know, what's your thoughts on that? What do you think, you know, like the state of hip hop is I, right I, now? Yeah, I I know we we, we are having a battle uh, because some stuff out here, man. I'm not going to lie to you, as a DJ, as a as a hip hop head, you know, I know I got to get with it simply because you know being a DJ, you got to be you got to be versatile to everything that's that's out here playing. But even if you don't uh, like it, <laughs> even I if you don't that like all, it, it's I tell you that all the time. It's not about us. It's about it's about the it's about the audience. It's about, it's, it's about the audience and the customers that you entertain. So, uh, uh, me personally, uh, I like some of it. You know, if it if if it if I can understand your lyrics, along with uh, you know a fly beat, I'm I'm cool with it. But some of this stuff I didn't heard out here, man. It's like one syllable rap and just you know I can probably go out there and, and make me something. Put a th- you know throw a, a good beat to it and probably go viral or whatever man it's just I I I wish we could you know get back to our basic one on one and a lot of these newer cats you know I, I wish they would kind of study the method because I mean you, you look at it man uh, anybody can get in the studio and throw something together and try to get it, you know, especially now that you got it so easy with social media and, and, and stuff like that, you know, because back in the day, the real the, the real hip-hop guys, they got out there and grind, man. They got out there and and, and was promoting themselves in the streets, you know, selling the, selling the underground tapes and stuff right. like that, out there mm-hmm. talk. That's right. I mean, they didn't have the social media and um, – and and what we have today that makes it better access, along with in in house equipment, in house studio equipment. You know, a lot of times you you know them guys was going to major studios and dropping their tracks professionally and spending the money to sit up here and and, and get their stuff you know mastered and, and and get it out there. You know, versus you can go and buy you up some equipment. And like I say, you can drop some here and then use social media to sit up here and and you know. And I think a lot of uh, a lot of these newer artists now rely too much on social media because they don't want to do backward or the legwork. They want an overnight session, you know, overnight miracle to happen and stuff. And it just takes the the, the work and you know the work ethics out of you know, out of it, you know, and that's where you end up coming up with just a lot of this trash that they got out here. And this is my okay. opinion, you know. Mm-hmm. People might think elsewhere, but this is that's my opinion. Just what I've seen over the years. Well, I mean, uh, I yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't, you know, wholeheartedly, you know, disagree with you, you know, but I think right. that, you know, in today's market, in today's, uh, you know, environment. I think you have to use like a combination of methods in order to really get an artist, you know, across to the finish line. Now, social media is something that you really can't avoid. 
You know what I'm saying? That's right. something that definitely has to be utilized just in order to be able to get an increased amount of, you know, eyeballs, you know, on artists. But right. the number one is going to come down to the quality of the music at the end of the day. And then, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, it doesn't because I hate to, you know, pick on, you know, any particular kind of, you know, artist, but we have, you know, artists like a, like a sexy red and you see the kind of, you know, and you listen to it now over the past, now over the past couple of, of singles, you could, you know, you could say that maybe her flow has gotten, gotten a little bit better or, you know, whatever the case is. Yeah. But as far as being, as far as being like a quality artist, we can see that, you know, that's not necessarily the case with her, but, you know, because of, you know, the promotional parts of it and just because of, you know, sometimes, you know, there's just a there's just a market for ratchet. I mean, let's 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 not <laughs> yeah, ratchet ratchet not, has definitely yeah. You know, let's not deny ratchet. it. There's definitely a market for ratchet. Oh yeah. And ratchet, you ratchet know, is here to stay. It's, you it, know, it's yeah, not, people love it, man. People love it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like I say, it's here to stay. It's no, it's not going nowhere. That's you that's know, where you come to adjust. You know, but when you think about you know, the different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. But when you think about it in like the large scheme of things, you'd be like, damn, it just looks so bad out there, you know what I'm saying, to be, you know, totally exposed in the publicly. Because, you know, you go back in the days and there's always been ratchet content, right? There's always been ratchet oh, yeah, content. Yeah. There's always been, right. you know, it was or, you know, anybody like that, there's always been, you know, ratchet content, right? But right, it wasn't right. so, it, but, but it wasn't so public. It wasn't so public. It wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't it, it wasn't accessible to every five and ten year old, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I think that, yeah, and and I think that's like a big big part of the problem. I just want to open up right. the telephone lines. I got my dude, Mr. Raw, in the building. I got Remedy Cold Sweat in the building. All right, I also have uh, my dude Priest also in the building. I, I let me get Mr. Raw back in this conversation real quick. I, Mr. Raw, like to introduce you to DJ Chubizi. Mr. Raw, how's it going, man? QBZ, peace and blessings, bro. What's going on with you? Same to you, same to you, same thing, bro. Just hey, just just making it, taking it uh, one step at a time. You know, some some of your description only made me feel like you were talking about me. <laughs> you know, oh, we, I, we we dibbled and dabbled in the same type of things, and you know, moved from yeah. one element to the next. And the love for hip hop is endless. Yeah. You know, bleeding bleeding in the blood. Whether consumption yes. or profit or not, you know, and I appreciate, uh, I appreciate what you were saying, you know, and it shows that uh, you Thank definitely you. are a connoisseur of the music because you know that there is a bridge that we have to, we have to come to that bridge every so right. often, every every decade, every um, oh yeah, whatever yeah. you want to call it. We had a bridge that brought us over to uh, to us, and then we took the bridge from us to take it over to them, and they're taking to the them, bridge from yep. them over to you know. So at the same token, exactly. you know, we we um we do, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm an artist myself, you know, I got music okay. and things like that, but and yeah. you know when we when when we were listened to back in that the, the days, they wasn't trying to hear what we were saying, so you know, right, that's right. Given right. given a little bit of credit to the youth, that they yeah. wanted to create their own lane so badly that they did something that we do, but they but they call it they call it their own, not knowing that they mimic us. You know, you know, and, right. and it's okay. 
it's okay though. That's right. You know, because on this platform and the platform that you deal with, I'm pretty sure you've heard some dudes that really did seem like they studied the art, and some of them was why are you wondering why they was working for the custodians because they had nothing but trash. You know, we've heard right. some things on this. We heard some things on this radio show that had us like, wow, they really sent that into us. But then they yeah. had some. They had some that was like, ooh, they look like they really want to do what they want to do. That's going to be that where right. it was. Just like, just like Sincere said, we had songs like Put It In Your Mouth. We had songs like a lot of things, but it wasn't so publicized. Now, to see yeah. how big WAP, WAP got. WAP got so big, I, I'm pretty sure it went platinum. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure WAP went platinum. Didn't they get a Grammy for it or or? I won't say a Grammy or something, some type of award you know for it. Yeah. No way in no way in our era, our true golden era, we would have ever gotten a Grammy for for that type of song. <laughs> right, 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 right. So you know you right. gotta you gotta go you gotta go with what's going on, man. Yeah, like Latoya, right? Word. Remember, yeah. thank you. You know, there's so many songs. There's so many songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so many yeah. songs. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. so many songs that I could. If we if we really thought about it, we could come up with a, at least a strong five songs that we know for fact was was really loose. But yeah, really, the yeah, they, true. It, the way they described it, you know. Oh, oh, oh matter of fact, um, talk like sex, um, um, um cool G rap. Come on, yeah. If that yeah. wasn't yeah. great, of course, and of course, I mean, you know, what I'm saying like the most blatant, treated like a prostitute, right? Exactly. Don't <laughs> teach the girly well and just you know, listen. We but we went, but we had way more charisma. That's what I want to say. Right. Our charisma, right, right. our error, our error, charisma is is overwhelming to the ones that's now because a lot of them right. sound like each. A lot of them sound like each other. We can always yeah, yeah, exactly. we can always name right now between the three of us. We can name a, a quick ten people that we know from our era, and none of them sound like each other. Right, right. Totally different. These, totally days, different. these days we're guessing. These days we're guessing, is that Drake? Is that Wayne? Right. Is that Future? <laughs> right. Come on, and I'm, I'm a big, you know, I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big thing about that too. I'm, 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 a, I'm a big thing about your own style or, or your own way. You can, you can definitely stand out from, you know, from a, a, a artist and create your own way of style. And I mean, it, it's, it's, it's not hard. It's not hard. And, uh, and you got some that actually does stand out, you know, and have their own, they own that make you know that, Oh, okay. Hey, this is such and such and such, you know, but, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that would be it. Me, if I was an artist, I would definitely have to find my, Sound and find my my art of it because I would I would want to stand out you know or not sound like the same person you know but definitely listen bro keep up the good work I'm I, I'm definitely gonna tune in you gotta you know let me know your your information about it but before you get out of here so that I can uh, link on and and uh, definitely tune in and check your show out too because. You say if you love hip hop, you love R and B, you love good music, real good feel good oh, yeah. music. I'm be bringing I'm be bringing back my show in January. I hope that we okay. can uh, definitely two kids and just have a good time 
with music. That's all we look forward to over here. Exactly, exactly. Oh, definitely. So, yeah, yeah, I I, I can make sure since here pass my number on and uh, my socials and everything, uh, we just, you know, we'll link up. Definitely, no, brother. I appreciate you. Okay. All right, all right. I appreciate you, Mr. Raw. All right, now, you know, we deal with, a, you know, a great number of, uh, you know, independent artists, very talented people here on, on Dirty Basement Radio. Just when they're speaking to uh, Mr. Raw, you know, he's one of the resident artists and producers here on Dirty Basement Radio. We also have uh, a Remedy Cold Sweat. She's another fantastic artist. Priest is in the building. He's a fantastic musician. I see my man A1 just also stepped into the building. So, you know, for all of these different talented people, the different independent artists, I'm sure that you come across, uh, you know, uh, you know, controlling, you know, more than one platform, you know, as a, uh, you know, program director, um, you know, how could, you know, what's some of the, you know, some of the different ways that artists could, you know, uh, possibly get their music uh, played on your platform and, you know, what, you know, what do you offer artists as far as, you know, being able to reach out across different platforms and, you know, get their music played, uh, you know, because there's, you know, hundreds and hundreds and thousands of, you know, digital stations now. So, you know, how could, you know, how could, right. you know, how could, you know, how could artists get their music played? Uh, they can, they can send, they can send an email to me at um, W, well, at, at 318livefm.com. Oh, I'm sorry. 318livefm at gmail.com. Uh, a lot of times I, I put even I put it out there to where I'm I'm open to any artist um uh, that feels that their music is good quality and man I, I will play it and if I and especially if I feel that hey we got a bank right here. I will give it rotations on the station, you know. Um uh, uh I my my station has always been open format. Uh I you know Anybody that reaches out to me, I take a listen to it, and if I think it's worth playing, I you know I get it in rotation, man. And uh, that's just me, man. Because one thing about it, when I did step over into this to the radio side of things, you know, <clears throat> back back in the day, it used to be hard for artists, or especially independent artists, to get their music even you know heard from a local FM station and stuff, and one of my main things when I thought about uh, starting a station and running the station was to give back to the artists, to the independent artists at that, to give them a place to shine and to, you know, to, it you know, put their craft and it's for their craft and uh, let the world hear it, you know, free of charge, you know, not, you know, trying to make money off of them or, you know, whatever, but, uh, it's just that's just the the love I have for you know music you know and uh, I believe in, in in giving people chances man um, you know so yeah anybody that's listening out there you know if you got a track you know it, it needs to be an MP3 format uh, but uh, yeah you send it to three one eight live FM at gmail.com and uh, and uh and normally it'll take me maybe two three days because i have so much especially trying to run two stations at once but it'll take me my two or three days to maybe you know check it out and then a lot of times i send an email and state that hey i received your track uh with you know we're re- 
we will review it and um and uh nine times ten I'm still gonna get it in rotation, you know. Uh it's just it, that's just the thing. Uh people have their you know, people that that I believe believe in their self always deserve I always think deserve the chance, you know. Okay. And um that's you know, that's normally how I roll, man. All right, now, quick question before, you know, I go back to the telephone lines. Now, mm-hmm. what do you mean when you say in rotation? Because that can mean like a number of, you know, different things. They have different levels of rotation, right? So when you say when you right. put a song in rotation, how many times a day could an artist expect that song to, you know, to pop up and play? So uh, depending on how depending on how it's scheduled, uh, the artist could get at least five to six spins a day and that's, okay. that's you know huh a day yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. five, five or six spins a day because the way the way the way that uh the way we set it up is it's set up by it's set up by stages and categories and uh the folder that has uh the folder that has the artist uh, the indie artist that, you know, has rotations on there. That's the folder that we use to uh, all new submissions and stuff. And, and like I say, the system pretty much, it goes by, uh, I'm trying to think how the scheduling of it does, but the system pretty much randomly picks that folder and picks that song. So you think about in a 24-hour time, you know, 24-hour day time span, uh, that song is going, you know, depending on how many songs are in that in that folder to be played, that song is going to get a significant amount. Uh, and then another thing we do is we don't try to overload the folder. So per indie folder that we uh, make, I put at least 10 10, you know, indie artist submissions in that folder. So out of that 10, like I said, you just think about a 24-hour day. It could be more time they spend, but what I've seen uh, just following certain artists and checking in on the station, I've seen quite a few spins, you know, of of, of an indie artist uh, track on the station. But, uh, yeah, it could even be more than that. I'm just saying from what I saw, five to six spins a day. Okay. All uh, right. All that, All right that's pretty that fair. 24-hour. Yeah, All right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, fair. it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, but the, 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 the hard thing about it is I have so many submissions that hit me at a, at a given time frame. And it just takes me a while to actually kind of go through all the submissions and, and, uh, you know, because sometimes people send me more than just that one track. Sometimes they'll send me their whole album. Sometimes. Right. <laughs> and a lot of times, you know, yeah, they'll, right, they'll be like, right. hey, if you can, if you can go right. through the album and pick certain songs. I, I, like, see, I always, know. I know, I'll be like, no, I'll be like, <laughs> no, I, I tell them, send me two yeah. or three MP3 yeah. only. That's it. Don't send me a zip file full of me. I'm yeah. not, no, I'm not picking nothing. Send me what your latest single is, whatever you're trying to push. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hate that. But yeah, I wanna, you know, yeah. I wanna, I wanna. Uh, I wanna...
other co-host, all right, Miss Remedy Cold Sweat. She's in the building with us also. Remedy? Hey. What's going on? How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm listening to y'all. I'm over here taking down notes. But first, before, I want to make sure I have something right first. Cause you, um, you said your Gmail. Is this correct? 318LiveFM at gmail.com? Yes, yes. That's correct. Okay, I was making sure that I had it right. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You know, because like I said, we have a, you know, we have a number of artists here. She's also an artist now. You know, we're going to, okay. you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to blaze through a couple of the artists that are on here. You know, we got music from Mr. Raw in the, in the in the system. We got music from Remedy and also uh, A1 is in the building. And then we also have a mix from you that you sent in. So we definitely wanted to get in that also. All right, Dirty Basin Radio, okay. we're in the building right now having a good conversation with DJ QBZ. Just getting familiar. First time I have the pleasure of having him on the, you know, on the, uh, you know, on the airways. Now, uh, we air the Dirty Basement show, all right, five days a week, all right, on the, uh, on, uh, on, uh, 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 Blazer 420. And so now you've had a chance to to listen in and, uh, you know, to see the, you know, the kind of content that we do. Uh, you know, what's, you know what I'm saying now, what's your thoughts on it? You know what I mean? Now be, be as brutal as you, be as brutal as you want to (laughs) be. Look, look, hey, I, I, I think I've already picked you a couple of catches, but I told you, man, I, I, I like your, I, I like the show, I love the show. I, hey, your show get me going in the morning time, especially when I'm sitting here programming and uploading new music and stuff like that, and just the topics that that y'all touch, you know, touches on, man. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm fine tuned in it. I'm like, you know. A lot of times sitting here in the computer and then in kind of days just listening to what y'all touching bases on and stuff. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of the show, man. I like everything about the show and, and, and what you're bringing, you know, to the table and everything. So uh, just all around, man, I, I, I think this show is it, awesome, man. It's awesome, man. And we need more like like you, man, uh, like this show, you know. So, uh I, hey, grade A, grade A, man. That's all well, I can say. It. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> you know, you know, like a lot of times, you know, we laugh about it behind the scenes because we talk about a lot of crazy stuff here, and you know, it's um, <laughs> oh, you yeah. know, I'm I'm not the most politically correct person. You know, what I'm saying I tell people all the time I was, right. you know, uh, you know, from the time I was about 13 years old, I was raised by my father. So there's, you know, there's there's that influence that that comes into play. So. <laughs> things that I, I, some of the things that I'm inclined to say definitely come across as toxic and a very uh, misogynistic, you know, we'll say. But um, I, I, at the same time, I, I think that there are things that you know uh, that you know have to be said. Um, people disagree with me very often. Mr. Roy disagrees with me. A priest disagrees with me. I'm I'm I'm, I'm very often on an island by myself, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's, hey, but that's all hey, right. <laughs> hey, that's what that's what makes hey, that's what makes the show though. Uh, you know, you're gonna have your agreements, you're gonna have your disagreements, but that just that just makes it more, you know, even more interesting and, and it draws you know, it draws the crowd even more into it and stuff and you know, hey. Yeah, but we definitely have a real good time. We want to get to some of this music right now. Uh I got Mr. Roy uh 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 one of Mr. Roy's joints 
on deck right now. Definitely a Dirty Basement favorite. All right, we're in the building right now with DJ QBZ. Big shout out to everybody that's hanging out with us. All right, Dirty Basement Radio. We'll be right back. This is Mr. Raw. Holla at me. Sending your alert out to your committee. Same old nigga living in the new city. Grinding for the shine, ain't taking no pity. With nothing on the line but mine, like a bitty. I can grind me and gritty. Pay attention, take notice. If around me know my mind, then I'm really not focused. I swarm on the track, my impact is like locusts for the stack. I'm devoted. It's a fact you can quote a Mr. Rose locomotive. Make the full speed ahead. It's the thoroughbred, you know. Keeping it on lock like a full head of dread. Put me on the spot, you understand what I said. And if you're putting up your buck, that means I gotta take your bread and make you an example with just a sample. Show you that I rock with them too hot to handle. I'll make you feel shot like you're hanging over my mantle. Cause in the game of friend, you can't even hold a candle. Get ready now, you know what's going down. When I come around and you hear the sound, it's Mr. Raw and I'm coming through. Won't you see me holler at me like you? Get ready now, you know what's going down When I come around and you hear the sound It's Mr. Raw and I'm coming through Won't you see me holler at me like It doesn't matter when you place me in the lineup Watch out for the lineup Cause I'ma knock it out of the park Don't honor to be in the league or the team where I'm at Cause I'm swinging the mic with the cords like a bat Or more like a whip So get nigga get Watch surrounded by trash ass niggas I throw a fit Don't give a shit about the YouTube Is that you get All I wanna know is if you MC Yo can you spit if I put you in the booth on the track Is it a hit? On stage in front of a crowd Yo, can you rip? Riddle me this I know you all can admit That the rap game is the crack game gonna legit Prepare for the game Make sure you're fully equipped Treat it just like a chain No weak links, you won't slip Picture your bars being bricks Ready to flip And always watch your back Before you start running your lip Get ready now You know what's going down When I come around And you hear the sound It's Mr. Raw and I'm coming through Won't you see me holler at me like You Get ready now, you know what's going down When I come around and you hear the sound It's Mr. Raw and I'm coming through Won't you see me holler at me like you? Yeah, Diddy Basement Radio, we bouncing these joints back to back. Some of my folks in the building right now. You just finished listening to Mr. Raw. All right, next up on deck, got my dude A1. He's in the cut right now. This is him alongside the NFL Dread, one of their hot new joints. This is Death Before Dishonor. Diddy Basement Radio, the independent artist, best friend. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Death before dishonor, you can look at my persona I don't fuck with baby mama since yeah. they trying to take my commas I know, I know, yeah, I know, I know, yeah 24 is 24, what the fuck you think this handy for? When I go to sleep and wake up tomorrow, bitch, I'ma get plenty more Who the fuck you think you did me more? You ain't pit no work on 54 This why your shit sit at the door, cause I don't know if you friend or foe Cause now you talking half that Bitch, I thought we passed that. That's gonna get you fast track. Duct tape, ass black. You can't just buy your pass back, especially when I stash that. I know niggas that know other niggas that can't hash that. But this is why I sit back. Residuals 
and kickbacks You not trying to chit-chat You just want this dick back But I ain't fucking with that And you can't ask your sis that Everything been mismatched But that's what you can't get back Death before dishonor You can look at my persona I don't fuck my baby mama Cause they trying to take my commas I know, I know, I know yeah. yeah, fuck you, your honor. Go. Death before dishonor. You can look at my persona. I don't fuck my baby mamas, but they trying to take my commas. I know, I know. Fuck you, your honor. Cause I know, I know. Fuck you, your honor. Say you waiting on some child support, you wasting time. Before I put that baby in you, bitch, we was fine. You dropped that down.
pedicure is a savage. I always smoking cabbage. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's MSD. Now my pictures in the DMs as that Korean Stevens. Did you see them? For reasons to seize this complimentary demons on my sleeve. And for you niggas, you can get the middle finger. Fuck up your finger. That's an equal stupido with no bank loan. May I say no more? Y'all, y'all froze. No bottles. Y'all, y'all hoes. No dollars. Y'all, y'all bros. Got problems. I got foes. Hey, holla, they got both. Sitting bother on my soap. On my father. Y'all just pushing me harder. And I enjoy, but go harder. It might be hard to swallow. Cause I'm a tough act to follow. Some might say I'm just a problem. That's how you're not rocking out of your better luck tomorrow. Watch me. Push it, my Alright, yeah. right, well make sure that you uh, make sure you tune in. 
right, uh, he definitely has a lot of hot programming. I'm a dude priest. He's uh, on a totally different vibe. All right, but if you're looking for some different kind of sounds, and you know, if you're into the, you know, uh, some uh, 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 I'm different kind of vibe. I'm 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 gonna tell you this, man. The the station the station got plenty of slots. So you hey you 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 want to get you know you got certain shows or got shows that you you want to you know air on on three one eight. It slots open. It's it's we we I mean that's what we're lacking on three one eight. We are lacking you know shows. And uh, you know, podcast shows, uh, just different variety. I think the only show right now we got uh, uh, that's positive that we got rolling uh, comes on on uh, Mondays and Thursdays. Uh, it's called African Voices. Uh, so it's a uh, a guy that reached out to me. Maybe a year. it's been going strong for about two. The station's been up about three years now, so it's been going strong for that long. And he sends me in shows on the regular. But uh, uh, it's a guy out of Kenya, uh, and uh, they talk about you know they they have different topics of different things that's going on, like I guess in Africa and stuff, and uh, okay. along with uh, Afrobeat artists that uh, that they you know kind of. Kind of similarity to 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 Dirty Bird, uh, Radio, uh, and they feature a lot of the Afro beat artists and stuff on the show, and they just talk about different topics that's going on there okay. and things. But uh, uh, well, I know uh, very positive, yeah, very positive show. Uh, and like I say he's been rocking with them, you know, rocking the stage for uh, three years, pretty much. I think about. A year into it, that's when he reached out to me and asked would I give the show a chance. And I was like, sure, yeah, man. Like I say, I'm 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 about using that platform to give people the exposure they need because the, my mission was to sit up here and and, and just give back, man. Uh, you know, because I was giving chances as I was coming up through the game and stuff like that. Right. So you know. My 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 thing was okay. You know, if I'm able to to start a platform, I want to do the same. Thing. I want to give back. You know, and yeah, absolutely, that's, that's I've been rolling. You know, so uh, but yeah, uh, that's anybody, man. If, if anybody got a show that they believe in and want you know want the world to hear, the show is a you know it's a nationwide slash international uh, station. Uh, it's heard all over the world, and uh, and the uh, Virginia to the uh, station is pretty much is hip hop, R and B, sudden flow, uh, sudden flow. That's a sudden thing. I, I don't know if y'all ever heard of a sudden flow. So it's another format of well, blues. I, well, you know, R and B. I had meant to mention this. You know what I'm saying? There's a song that I heard, and we actually picked up the song. And we started playing it here. But before I get into that, um, you know, now, I for one, I'd definitely be, you know, uh, you know, more than happy to have the Dirty Basement show air on, you know, 318 Live also. 
Um, I'm quite sure okay. that, you know, priests, that's something that priests would probably, you know, be interested in. Uh, Mr. Raw is looking forward to coming back to the airways of Dirty Basement Radio. That's something that he may be, you know, interested in. So, uh, hey. you know, hey. uh, you know, we're hey. here, you know, we're here on yeah. Dirty Basement Radio and there's always, you know, situations and circumstances where, you know, just like you, you know, we look to give mm-hmm. people different kind of opportunities, you know, to, uh, you know, expand right. their situations to, you know, uh, we, we like to right. help them to, you know, help themselves, as it were. Uh, one more gentleman I want to bring on before we get into your mix. Uh, you just finished listening to one of his songs a few minutes ago. Uh, let me see if I can get him okay. connected. A1, are you with me? Yo, what up? Peace, brother. What's going yeah, on? Peace, peace. <laughs> yeah, we got DJ QBZ in the building. All right. Uh, he airs the Dirty Basement Show. Also up, program direct on a couple of different platforms. So what if up, you want to holler at him and, uh, you know, do your thing. Yeah, definitely. I definitely, uh, I definitely got his info. I'm definitely gonna be shooting him over some music, you know, from the whole A and D Corp situation I got going on. Um, definitely, okay. you know, yeah. um, definitely love the movement. I, 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 I've been listening. Like I said, I'm always behind the scenes. I'm listening. You know, definitely right. catching on. You know, what I'm saying to different things. And uh, but I definitely commend all, all, all everybody that's on here right now for doing their thing and, and keeping their keeping their music motivational. You know what I mean? And and the things that you're doing for the people, especially the independent artists, is my brother, man. I respect it. I keep it up. You know what I'm saying? And, and just keep pushing, bro. And I respect it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And that 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 is my number one thing, man. The indie artist, man, is. Is, is is a top priority before any other national or whatever, man. Because I know I know the struggle. I know you know what what the grind you know of the indie artists in trying to get their music heard and trying to get their music out there and stuff. So you know, yeah, man. I, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I'm I'm excited to actually have a chance to meet all of you and, and, and talk to all of you uh, about situations and stuff. And, uh, and yeah, man, hey, uh, yeah, if you got my contact info needed and stuff, man, uh, uh, you know, hit me up, man. And I say, yeah, y'all, hey, <laughs> starting tonight, if y'all want to send y'all tracks and stuff, go ahead and oh, do I'm already it, on it. You, you, I'm already on it. I'm already on it. You probably already got <laughs> two or three for me already. That's a fact. I don't play no games. Once you, once you <laughs> dropped it, I'm, I'm there. Once you dropped it, I'm there already. That's a fact. Sir, yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, man. Hey, it's just, it's just, it's just, hey, it's a good thing, man. It, it is, man. And just networking with people and, and getting to talk to different people, man. It's just, it's, I'm all, I'm all for it. And I'm all about it, you know. Yeah, I definitely appreciate you, man. And I appreciate DJ Sin, everybody. You know, what I'm saying, Priest, Mr. Raw, you, you got Remedy Cold Sweat. Definitely got to shout her out. You know, what I'm saying, but. You know, yeah. I definitely want to give love to the DJs who's actually, I can't say for the independent or for the mainstream, just for the music. That's what that, right. that, 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 that right there is what pit people where they need to be is the music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not about who right. you are or what you are. If your shit hot, your shit hot. That's just what it is. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and if people respected that more than than the who's and, and who's and what's, then I think the music industry would definitely change for the better. And, and I always said that. Right, right, right. All right, now, A1. Crazy dogs I got yeah, in the no, no, A1, we definitely appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Now, we want to get into this into this mix right quick. I mean, so why don't you, uh, you know, so why, so why don't you introduce this for us, brother? 
You got two. I think which one is uh, it's going. It's, uh, it's the it, buzz I mix. call it the buzz. The buzz mix, yeah. So I came up with the buzz mix is is because it's going to be a variety of um, music that I use to do mixes with, and I am the typical DJ that loves to blend mix and scratch in my in my mixes. So I'm trying to come up with a movement to where. I want to integrate in indie artists also in my mixes and stuff. So that's where uh, that's where a lot of it comes to where I have to listen to certain ones to be able to input them in my mix to make sure my beats my beats per minute matches with you know because I'm gonna do you know national songs I'm gonna do old school songs I'm I'm just all around you know when it comes to what I mixed in. So, uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's the Buzz Killer Mix. Uh, that's going to be my title. All the mixes that I, you know, do for radio stations, for SoundCloud, uh, just everything. You know, once I really start utilizing the SoundCloud uh, platforms and the MixCloud platforms, but a lot of my mixes I do it, you know, for the radio stations and stuff. So, Nice. Let's get into it right now. I've got DJ QBZ in the building. I did it based on radio, and this is the Buzz Mix. You're in the mix with the Formula Mix King, DJ QBZ. Don't say nothing. Touch your mouth, niggas. Don't say nothing. 
I'ma put this pussy in his mouth. I'ma put this pussy in his mouth. Don't you tell nobody we fucking. Touch your mouth, nigga. Don't say nothing. Why niggas always speaking out who I'm fucking on? He must have got excited when I FaceTime with nothing on. The same lips I tap and be the same ones I nutted on. A hundred K, please. How much paper I be touching on? That's light. Better check my net worth. Post a pic in a sweatshirt. I better have my ex hurt. That's what I get for kissing on these frogs. He got mad until my bed into the block. Nigga, pause. I'm a pop. Need to chill out. Yeah, I pull up. Then I bust, then I pill out Said he was a boss, but he talking like a groupie I know he wasn't ready for this pretty bitch coochie Don't you tell nobody we fucking Touch your mouth, niggas don't say nothing Don't you tell nobody we fucking Touch your mouth, niggas don't say nothing I'ma put this pussy in his mouth I'ma put this pussy in his mouth Don't you tell nobody we fucking Touch your mouth, niggas don't say
I was vibrating, abandoned, let's say they must have been Man stand tall, man masculine Anyway you go, you wanna blast the thing Blast that bastard, picking bun Everyone, man can't just start picking See, I love to play the villain I like to make a killing In the disco, DJ play my rhythm Man have a dance right before we rigging Everybody they ask me where, oh, so like this Is it the local or you travel like Don't buy a letter, throw this glass in your face Don't make me teach you no be class on that
skeet, let me see about it. Like a group skirt, skirt, she got a new body. Big check, where it's at, let me see about it. Poppin' shit about the city, come and see about it. Pop it, I got the game with me, come and see about them. Niggas said they won't smoke till we see about it. Smoke, I took a nigga home, come and see about me. Take out 50 band, make a bitch do a handstand. Pop out with that bone like the Sandman. She gon' bust it open for a Birkin bag. I ain't trippin' up no bitches that we all had. Pop that pussy for a real nigga. Pop it, she don't like broke niggas can't deal with them. Might get up in the van with you. What you doing? I got the bitch serving work to hold a pistol. Grant the beat in the box, straight the bowl. Shaking that bending over, touch the toe. In the road, she done sucked out my soul. Get your money, get your money. Walk, Walking on these, got the yo on my feet. Javinchin' my feet, so the hole on my meat. Spin you a band since you rappin' your feet. Steppin' for me, so you steppin' for free. Walk, 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 walk. Spin, 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 spin. Let me see when you walk. 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 Let me see when you step, step, step. Show the people how you step, step, step. Let me see how you walk. See how you slide, let me see how you walk. Like you ain't got no ride, let me see how you walk. Now I'm seeing when you walk, calling you when you walk. I'm seeing when you walk. And she been slime with my nigga, we gon' slide. I'm gonna slide, you gon' slide, we slime with that iron, nigga. Slide where you gun, nigga. Everybody rhyme, we slime where you front, nigga. We don't need mine. Big bang, big bang, big bang, big bang. 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 On the island, yeah Northside, where we wildin', yeah Good thing, she stylin', yeah Good frame, no college, yeah Big yacht, right by the pier Let my money talk, ain't no convo, yeah Big guap, that guala, yeah He ain't got no money, get him out of here She know that she bad, she bougie My girl got a girl, and that girl got a bad bitch Gave them all the same room key, eh? Oh, that's your honcho, yes sir. yes, sir. Get the bag pronto, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shorty bust it down, I'm the one, one, one. one. That booty go jump, did it jump, jump, jump. Big, big pack, drop a stack on it. Big player, I can drip with the Mac on it. Bad little bitch with the sack on it. Post it in the back, I attack on it. Beach house, on the island, yeah. Outside, where we wild, yeah. Bye. 
chance to jump, but you ain't land safely. Instead of talking about how you've been played, you should take a look at yourself, maybe. Get a diamonds with cool and the sex was crazy. The decked out villa out the country's your favorite. But who gon' go half when I'm six? Been too much on the boat to be crashing it. So I gotta get up out of harm's way. Listen to what my dog say. We all grow up one day. Can't keep blaming it on young A. Yeah, Dirty Bassin Radio, just finished listening to DJ QBZ, and that was the buzz mix. All right, we got DJ QBZ in the building, all right, for a couple more minutes. All right, so, uh, brother, man, it's definitely been a definitely pleasure having you in the building with us, rocking out with us. Uh, We appreciate you. Uh, Why don't you give out your social media information so everybody could, uh, you know, follow you and uh, stay up to date. All right, all right, Uh, yeah. Uh, it's at DJQBZ at all social media. I'm on uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter. Uh, yeah, just plain and simple. Uh, at DJQBEEZE. All right, straight like that. So get in touch with this brother. All right, he got a lot of, uh, you know, situations and circumstances that the independent artists would definitely be interested in. All right, you already heard what he said about the about the music, about the slots, you know, my artists and, you know, my radio shows, my fellow uh, on-air personalities. All right, if you're interested in, uh, you know, getting your situation on another uh, uh, another avenue, another platform, you know, the opportunity is definitely there for you. So, once again, brother, we appreciate you, and I thank you so much. All right, you know, we'll definitely be, uh, you know, doing this again, you know, very much in the, uh, you know, in the near future. And, if, uh, you know, you got some artists that you're dealing with, you know, from your neck of the woods. You know, definitely, you know, okay. send us that music, and we'll definitely spin them here on Dirty Basement Radio. For sure, for sure. I appreciate you having me, sincere man. It's, it's been a it's been a pleasure, man, and, and to all the artists, man, that's out there doing anything. I appreciate I appreciate y'all too, man. And love your music, and uh, like I say, y'all hit me up, and uh, you know, we go from there. So, Appreciate you so, coming through, bro. Look, look out for the emails and look out for the, 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 the links. We already on it. Definitely, definitely. We'll do. We'll do. All right. DJ QBZ in the building. Thank you so much, brother. Appreciate it, brother. Peace. Peace. All right. You know what I'm saying? Definitely had a, you know, a, a fantastic conversation with that young man. All right. Got a couple of different situations going on. That 318 situation, that Blazing 420 situation. So, uh, artists, uh, you want to get that music spinning, then definitely, uh, media and at that email and uh you definitely definitely get that popping but now mr raw you know now i wanted to go back and also remember i wanted to go back to uh, talk a bit about we were talking about earlier a1 with uh uh terrence 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 howard now did you also listen to you know to you know to what he said a little bit later on you know beyond you know just getting like the eleven thousand dollars when he said about like the music all right when he was on those tracks, alright, he didn't get no bread for those either. I they labeled those tracks, you know, they, they did the paperwork on those joints at, under their own ownership, alright. They did it under the name of the character of the movie, alright. 
<laughs> and you know, not under you know, not under him, even though he was the actual person, the person, the real live person. All right, not a character. All right, this is pre AI, so there was no you know metaverse or no shit like that. So he's the actual person that's performing the song, but the royalties for the performance went character which was owned by the company. Ain't that some shit? That's well, how they got them. The loophole, well, the loophole well, they copy they copy written the name DJ and made that uh, an entity, entity that they could benefit from. So they didn't give him a shot at all. That's crazy. And and, it, and don't think that he didn't have to learn that verse and 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 and, and put put in the work. So I think he deserves some royalties off of that. Yeah, yeah, you want to say something? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because um, you're right. And pardon me, I'm clear my throat real quick because I'm eating some cookies. But anyway, you're right. And he and he he barely got paid next to nothing to to to, to film that movie. But right. let, let me let me let me explain some let me explain something to you about the loophole though. Okay. Though the the uh, the production company paid for those songs. From somebody else for him to recite these songs. He had to learn those songs. Every time well, they had to learn, they part in those songs. Well, three six now, mafia wrote those songs. Right. So they got them songs from someone else, and he had to learn those songs. Do I think he need performance royalties? Absolutely. Which he right. don't get nothing. I, I, he don't. He don't get not a nickel. That's all yeah. he said, though. That's all he said was performance that's royalties. That, that's all he said. Yes, performance royalties. That's what he need to get. That's a fact. But they're not going to give him that due to the fact of those songs was written and produced by another artist, which they had to pay. And here's the crazy part. Here's the crazy shit. Not only did they have to pay them, they also got the Grammy for the fucking songs. Well, well, three six got Grammys for the songs, you know what I'm saying? Three yeah, six yeah, got as yeah. the you know what I'm saying, as the you know, songwriters and whatnot, yeah. Right. So he barely got no recognition. Not even for the now he got recognition for, for the performance. Absolutely. They they did him on some pump daddy shit. That's a fact. They did. But I, I do I do think that he deserved performance royalties for that. Because I think he did a fine job with that whole character. Yeah, so that was that that was really crazy. So you know, remedy. You know, you got any thoughts on this? You, I mean, would 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 you imagine for a movie role like Hustle and Flow that the lead actor that played the classic role, you know, what I'm saying Terrence Howard playing DJ, would only get eleven thousand dollars off that movie, twelve thousand dollars? Would you think that, remedy? Where you at? No, I'm still right here. My bad. Hello? You know what I'm saying? Do you, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Would you think that he would only got, you know, that little bit of money to play that role in the Hustle and Flow? Man, that's sad. So I would think, I would think I, that was his, that was his whole movie. I think he got Quapo for that. I didn't know that they'd be doing it like that. For real, I did not know. I'm just like, wow, that's some information for my ass. Like, that's fucked up. I, I yeah. swear, like, I was not ready for those numbers. 
And I was like, that's like a brand new car off the lot from like Ford or something. Yeah. I think, yeah. You know, I, 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 I definitely think. You know, I definitely think that's something that like a lot of actors probably go through. You know what I'm saying? On the low, if you just, you know what I'm saying, if you want like a certain level, right? If you're not like Mr. Roy was talking about, if you're not that, you know, A-list number one, you know, artist, you know, that's at the height of their, you know, career and they're being booked for everything and they're all over the place and they're in the biggest movies for, you know, like a run of years. If you're just, you know, the regular, the regular actor, you know what I'm saying? I don't even think that we even look at it. I mean, we know that people are in different kind of roles or just the character. But we figure if you're on TV and you acting and you're in these movies, you're making, you know, at least enough money so that you don't got to have a job. You know what I'm saying? But if you if you only making your money, you know, from these, from, from and you getting like, you know, minimum wage, then maybe not, right? If you're getting like, you know, minimum wage as far as, what applies to acting, you know, whatever their daily rate is. And, you know, you might work a couple of days, you know what I'm saying? Then you might not work for another week or two until you get another role or something like that. You know, unless you end up on a, like a reoccurring TV show where you, you know, on that joint, like every week you got a character on a, a TV show every week and it's running for a couple of seasons or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Your bread might be kind of nervous. Uh, that's where they, 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 they came with the strike at, too, though. Exactly. And we, we, talk, we, we talked about that plenty of times here. And if you listen to what Terrence Howard said, he really validated a lot of what I talked about. He was like, that's where the whole strike come from. Because we wasn't getting, we're not getting the bread. And, you know, you know, the whole streaming shit made it a thousand times worse for these niggas. So they just as messed up as, you know, a lot of, um, you know, independent music artists. You know, a lot of these guys is not getting the bread that, you know, I thought that they did. You know, when I first heard him make that statement, I was like, damn, that's it? Like, what? You made what? Or for that big-ass movie? Like, you only made what? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It was, like, totally, you know, out of the realm of possibility, you know, for my mind to have thought that without hearing him say it himself. You know what I'm saying? Let me just interject for one second, too. Because it, it's not just only him. Taraji P. Henson as well went through the same bullshit. And, and well, still going through the bullshit, sure. believe it or not. But I'm here's, there, now, here's the headbanger. But now, but now here's the headbanger. The one woman who actually spoke out about that shit, they blackballed. And you know who that was, right? Who was that? Monique. 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 When Monique was speaking about this shit, they blackballed her. That's a fact. Even to this day, it's hard for her to get a role because she speaks what the fuck is going on in Hollywood. But we didn't listen. A lot of people didn't listen. They said, oh, she just feels some type of way. Nah, nah, yada, yada. No, she don't feel the type of way. She's actually speaking truth. That's why when some of these uh, 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 events occur, we have to take heed. Regardless, you know, we, we can dissect what's bullshit and what's not bullshit and what's truth and what's truth. Okay. But we don't. We tend not to listen because we think, ah, oh, that's Hollywood. This, that ain't making a whole lot of shitload of money, which they really don't. Which they really don't. Look at the characters. Look at the characters that played in Power in the first couple episodes. Ghosting them. They didn't make no money. They was getting five hundred dollars an episode. Damn near. Not even that. Not even that. 
Well, I mean, that's now, see, now that's news to me. Now, famously, you know, folks know I haven't watched TV in like a couple of years now, but I could, I could definitely accept everything that you're saying. You know what I'm saying? These actors, you know, like I said earlier in the show, it gives you an opportunity to be seen, but you may not necessarily be paid what the public thinks you're being paid. It's a bunch of smoke and mirrors. You know what I'm saying? It's a bunch of, you know, fantasy and make-believe. That's the nature of Hollywood, right? A whole lot of fantasy and make-believe, even in terms of, you know, the way these, I mean, I mean, we've heard these stories in music for a long time, you know, particularly in, you know, hip-hop, how these artists are fronting, they're not making the bread, you know what I'm saying? They renting these houses, they renting these cars, they even renting their jewelry, you know what I'm saying? We've heard these stories in music for a long time, but... When it comes to acting, we never perceived it like that. We always figured that they bread was real bread. Oh, wow, they on TV, they doing all that and other thing. So we always figured that they bread was real bread. But now it turns out it's basically like the same thing with them. They're struggling. You know what I'm saying? Uh, once again, unless you're like an A-list, A-list artist, and even some of them, you know what I'm saying? Now, I know when this strike was going on, they was definitely suffering because now you're not even, you know, making the little bit of money that you was making because now you're on strike. <laughs> so you know you had some artists, uh, some actors that were even coming out and talking about how they was having a hard time, you know, paying rent and mortgage and you know different kind of things like that because you know they were on strike and they weren't getting any any kind of income and you know these little checks be coming in. But you know something else that he said, you know, moving on, you know, with some of the something else that he said, you know, he talked about how him and his wife were trying to put together, you know, uh, you know some uh, uh, you know technology based situations, you know for you know actors uh so that they wouldn't have to go through you know sheen necessarily you know to be able to you know audition and potentially get roles because he talked about uh you know the sag union and how you know he went to the union to try to get some you know relief from the union in terms of what was going on with the you know with the uh role from hustle and flow and if you heard what he said he said the union basically dragged their feet for nine months until there was nothing that could be done because the statute of limitations had expired. So he was like, the union is only interested in, in the, you know, uh, now I come from a union family, so I'm a union man, so I'm not inclined to talk down on union. But, you know, in this particular case, he's talking about how, you know, they're just interested in collecting their dues and, you know, to the hell with the people that they're supposed to be representing. So, you know, a lot of times if you only have you know, one entity, you know, that's in a particular you know, state, you know, supposedly to provide, you know, some type of relief or, or some type of representation for an artist or, you know, for, you know, a group of people, you know, if there's only one, then sometimes, you know, that, that, that kind of monopoly ends up being to the detriment of the people that it's supposed to be serving. So you got to, you know, you got to keep out, you know, got to keep an eye out for those kind of uh, uh, situations. But, you know, uh, uh, this is what, you know, the artists, regardless of, you know, what their art is, find themselves going through at one point or another, you know what I'm saying? And, and he was like, you know, uh, uh, how come folks can't just get what they deserve to get paid to get, you know, uh, uh, in the industry for the, you know, for the art and for the entertainment that they provide. And that's a, you know, that's always been an ongoing problem, y'all. That's always been an ongoing problem. But yeah, definitely wanted to have that particular conversation. I found that to be, uh, you know, very, uh, very, you know, very honest, you know, of him because you really don't hear this from actors. 
you hear it from, you know, we've heard the TLC story and, you know, the Tony Braxton story and, you know, how, you know, everybody ends up broken. But you but you don't hear actors talk like this. And um, that was definitely, you know, saying that was definitely something different. And it's crazy because the anticipation of what we think is going on and what is really going on is so different, you know, because we swear to God because we watch the glitz and the glamour and we think, man, there's no way in the world they can't be paid. You know what I'm saying? These dudes out there, look, look at Buster Buck's chain on his neck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Then they, then they, rent, they rent the cars and then they, they rent the jewelry. So you can't tell me they can't get paid, and they rent the they rent the uh the, the the buildings that they they put their stuff in and stage it for uh MTV my crib and this and that. So you know when you see when you see Redman take you to his crib in New Jersey that was all messy and a small one room, then you look at him like, what are you talking about? That's what you got? Yeah, that's what you got. And then I they, they talked about that. Out, then they go out of their way, and I looked on the internet. Yesterday, and I've seen that Will Smith had a $417 million house. It didn't make no sense for him to have something that much. Even if he had a family reunion, that would be too big. For him. It was over 200,000 square feet. You know how big that is? Two football fields. That's too much that you're going into. I would never, they always say, never say never. I would never go to that extreme if I had that type of money. It wouldn't be that necessary for me unless it's an investment so that in case I ever got broke, I could sell something and get it back. But other than that, Master P had real gold fixtures on his sinks and all his doorknobs was made from 24 karat gold. Come on. Come on. Well, well, uh, listen, I'm going to say this about the exploitation of money. And, and I just want to say this about the, the guys that actually have that kind of money in the industry. I think that's stem from where, you know, a motherfucker that come from nothing, definitely. And, you know, when, when, when money's involved, when they say money changes a motherfucker, it definitely do. But oh, if, yeah. if that's what you want, if that's what you want, more power to you. Go ahead and do what you do. I, I, I can't tell the next man how, to, how he should live and how he shouldn't live. That's his money. He do what he chooses to do. But I will say this, even with the industry, the facade is we're going to give you the fame and the we're going to give you the fame and, and, and the instant gratification. And that's what most of our people are as entertainers are to these higher corporations that, that, that control the money aspect, the finances. If I give you the fame, that's what you're going to look at. That's what you're going to project to to you and those that's beneath you that this is what you're doing. This is what you. This is how you live it. When you when you tend to live beyond your means, it's going to actually show in the beginning. No matter what you do, how you do what you do, it's going to show. But I I I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Some things are just over. Over, overbearing. I mean, I'm not gonna have those pictures on my goddamn thing. For what? Damn money. I mean, the, the, look, the plastic ones work work as good. This is just as good as the gold one. Is what it is. You know. Well, you know, I, I think that. You know, I think that you know when you get to a, when you just have an excess amount of so-called disposable income, I think you're inclined just to do dumb stuff. 
because, you know, you just run out of stuff to do. You know what I'm saying? You kind of, if, 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 if you've allowed yourself also just to go to that kind of excess, then you're going to get kind of get lost in it. And that's how you end up with the stories like, you know, MC Hammer. And, you know, he was, you know, went through, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars because of, you know, his excess. Mr. Roy just talking about people like, you know, Master P. But, you know, Master P still got his bread. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, I'm quite sure that, you know, uh, just like uh, in regular people's lives, like, you know, you and me, we all look back on things that we did. And, you know, if we didn't enjoy it, then we might have our, you know, you know regrets about certain, you know, things we did and money that was spent. But if you enjoyed it and had a good time with it, then you'd be like, well, you know what? Well, fuck it. I had a good time and I don't care <laughs> because I enjoyed myself because I enjoyed myself in the process. Now, of course, if you didn't enjoy yourself, then that becomes a problem because, you know, uh, and just spent, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was no, it was no good time that was had by all in the process. You know what I'm saying? So I guess, I guess, but being that we come from the places that we come from, we have a different kind of sensibilities, and at least where we find ourselves in life now, of course, tomorrow, if somebody hits the Powerball for a billion dollars, we might just see if any of this that we're saying today is true. <laughs> oh, like, we're we, we going to, because that's what's going to happen. The first thing a motherfucker going to do is go spend that bread. That's a fact. There's no cap about that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, if, uh, you know, if, uh, 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 you know, A1, you know, hits the, you know, hits the number for a billion dollars tomorrow, you know, when I call him tomorrow, is his telephone number still going to be the same? <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, fuck, fuck. Let me give you a quick story. Let me give you a quick story, man. And you can, you can go look on my page if anybody, if, if it reigns supreme to anyone. Let me tell you something, man. Money turns a motherfucker different. I don't care what anyone says. Money will make you different. Especially with a guy like me that, that, that don't come from money. I don't come from money. I had to earn my money. But when I earned the money and I blew through that money, it was like, well, damn, where did it go? And you're right, son. Yes, I had fun. Oh, trust me. I done tore Atlanta down. That's a fact. Hmm. But... Then uh, the next day, when you wake up from that good experience, you're like, well, damn, what the fuck did I do? Why the fuck did I do that? You understand what I'm saying? I get it. And that's why there's a lot, a lot, a lot of suicide committed within the rich, within the, you know, the 1%. Because after you done did it all, there ain't shit else for you to do no more, especially when you have that kind of access to that kind of money all the time. Right. Yeah, well, that's just the way it goes. That's just the way it goes. Up in the in the trappings, I guess. If you you know uh, happen to you know get involved in in, in that level of um, you know the business, you know what I mean? Because um, for a lot of artists, it just ends up being a trap. You end up, like I said, you end up owing this money, and next thing you know, saying you're in debt. The record doesn't do as well as you thought it was, and you know, especially in today's kind of market and then hence the you know the 360 deals came into play where the labels was like all right you know nobody's buying music anymore per se but you got this merchandise you're on tour you got these endorsements so in order for us to recoup our investments that we've you know uh put out in order to make you a you know viable uh a uh, uh, viable entity you know what i'm saying uh, you know a bankable uh entity a bankable product 
then you know we want to we we want a piece of all of that whatever money comes in from the merch and from this and from that then we need to get that on the back end in order to justify us putting money into you on the front end all right so you got all these different kind of scenarios and situations for you know artists in the business and you know it's 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 always continuously changing spotify is getting ready to you know fuck everybody up in a minute you know with some of the changes they're going to be doing in, in in 2024 and you know uh you know so i know that a lot of artists are going to try to you know do the okie doke and once they try to do the okie doke they're going to get thrown off the platform so <laughs> that's going to be that that's going to be the next thing to look out for in in, in 2024 with uh you know, with a lot of these uh, uh, DSPs and, and stuff like that, because you know, uh, the music is the music itself is changing. Uh, they've been turning down the volume on a lot of hip hop and turning up the volume on a lot of uh, you know uh, uh, Caribbean music and uh, you know African sounds and you know uh, uh, you know world sounds and Spanish sounds and everything like that. Uh, when I go into some of my record pools, those are a lot of the records that I'm seeing. A lot of the records that I'm seeing have that sound. Matter of fact, did I put this song in? I don't think I put this song in. I didn't. I'm going to have to put it in probably for uh, 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 next next week. Probably going to have to put it in for, for next week. I had uh, I had this song by, you know, by uh, Drake, Drake and Nicki Minaj that uh you know has that you know has that caribbean afro beats bounce to it so you know even they on the wave you know what i'm saying even they on the wave like that so um yeah get ready for some 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 changes you know uh the 50th year of hip-hop has you know had a lot of had a lot of ups and downs so a lot of downs and downs you know uh you know it wasn't all you know uh there wasn't all the uh you know the positivity you know in terms of you know just the just the industry itself and you know just the just the touting of the accomplishments it seems like it's been kind of a, like the 50th year was kind of a slow year you know it does that's just the way it seemed to me all right getting ready to get out the door in just a couple of minutes all right mr roy you got any other thoughts well you know like you said the new uh the new year's coming, you know, and that's going to be the 51st year. But you know, we really, we really are, but we, we, we really are in transition, and that goes, you know, that goes down every so often. A new beat, a new style. I remember when reggae tone was like the newest lick. I mean, I remember when reggae was really breaking in, and then reggae tone came in, and everybody was riding that wave, and the reggae right. tone was really, it was kicking, man. I ain't going to tell you no lie. It really was smashing. I loved it. I loved the blend of the two cultures and how it really was was cohesive with each other. It was really the blend of the three because it was the Caribbean with the, with the, with the Hispanic, with the hip hop. So now we just, now we just added African to the Caribbean, to the hip hop. So, you know, it's, it's, where you know it's where we're going and what's coming up next due to what's the anticipation of what could be so you know what we got to do is just look forward to the music and see what wave is going on and who rides what everybody you're going to have to ride a wave whether you like it or not 
if you want to, it, it doesn't mean the wave that you're riding doesn't have to be the one that you want to stay in. You know, there's times that I don't want to hear nothing past the year 2000 with hip hop. Nothing. There's times that I don't want to hear nothing past the years, uh, the 80s, when it comes to certain pop songs and R&B. You know what I'm saying? But then there's times 2010, 2012. You know, there's certain songs that grab your attention. So you know, we ride the wave as as see fit. So do, you know, due to whatever's coming next, we have to anticipate the best of it. There's some people that ain't gonna ride the wave. It's gonna be rocky, and they're gonna crash. And then there's gonna some be some people, some artists who ride it completely. Who knows what's next? Yeah, I guess we'll see. All right, coming up on 2024, all right, Dirty Basement Radio. Of course, we got some more stuff in the bag. We got to get back to some more work and do some more stuff. You know what I'm saying? Of course, we always, you know, make some, uh, making some more progress. We got to see. Got to see what we're going to do for uh, uh, 2024. All right, so we're going to roll out. And I know that y'all, uh, you know, uh, got some of your own ideas. Mr. Rodan, you know, let us know that, uh, you know, after the new year, we're going to be uh, Mr. Yeah, uh, we we got the BSE show coming back, uh, but we're going to have a new co-host, which is uh, my cousin is going to be River Fox. I uh, wanted to make the introduction, but you know what? I couldn't get her today. I'm trying to see if I can get her for the, the next week to make the introduction to everybody and just say what's up. But we're looking forward to uh, bringing back the same energy, bringing back uh, the same topics and and the same kind of show with a little more of a zing to it, a little more, uh, you know, creativity and movements are going around. And I'm going to be working on a lot of things uh, on the behalf of the Dirty Basement also. So, you know, this next year coming up, uh, you know, I'm trying to go into a zone where I can um, get, a, get a work pattern with a flow that keeps me on a movement. And then I'm looking forward to uh, powwowing with, uh, with DJ Sincere and us finally getting to that. That uh, that next step of being able to see us visually, because there's a lot of people who've been asking me how come we're not being visual, and there's a lot of people that's visual that don't do it as much as we do it and as well as we do it. So now we got to show them how to do it. Basically, that's how it's gonna go. So once we cross the dots and and, and you know saying do what we got to do behind the scenes, we're gonna bring you out the dirty basement live and in flesh. I'm gonna make sure the bald is always shining. You know what I'm saying? And the beard's always grinding. Here we, so we go. See. You know now, what I'm saying? You too, Mr. Roy. You're putting pressure on me too now, Mr. Roy. You too. Yeah. <laughs> you it's going, it's going to, it, listen, y'all. It's going down for 2024. You know, the 2024, the number four is my favorite number. It stands for R-A-A-W. You know how we get it down in here. A1 is in the background. Me and you going to link behind the scenes. We got to get some music going on. Me and Remedy's working on something. Me and Peace is working. Yeah, listen, we got to get it going because we got to get we got to get sincere to that next level, y'all. It's time for them to see us. We've been doing this. We got a name. We solidified. They know what the dirty basement is. D R T Y B S M N T. No vowels. So we got to start showing them that we are not the only ones that's not going to step into the new age of being seen on Facebook, being seen on IG, being seen on TikTok, being seen on Twitter, and being seen on YouTube. Let's let's encourage DJ Sincere. Hit them up behind the scenes. Send them an email. Say, yo, Mr. Ross Wright, it's time. What do you need to help you, DJ Sincere? Let's talk about it. And let's see what comes from this, everybody. Let's talk about it. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to start getting my wardrobe together and all that kind of stuff. I got to get my wardrobe. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, you already said I was up there taking, like, the model picture. You said I got the model picture for my eye, you know, on my IG. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So I got to get my outfits together and whatnot. I'm going to have to be shining on the on the, on the, on the screen now. Y'all going to make me do it. You're going to make me do it. I'm going to have to get the superstar yeah. glasses. Uh, you know you know what I'm saying? You know I got to have the, you know, the superstar glasses on. I got to have the, you know what I'm saying? I got to have the... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have the shades and shit. I gotta have the gazelles on or something. You know what I mean? You already know. You already know how it's gonna have to go. You know, gonna have to, you know, it's gonna have to go, you know, man. I'm gonna have to. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have to go. You know what I'm saying? Maybe next month I'm gonna have to go get the gazelles and shit. You know what I'm saying? You gonna make yeah, me do yeah. a Mr. Raw? You gonna make me do a Mr. I Raw? I wanna see it myself. I wanna see it myself. <laughs> I want you already know that Mr. Rose the Mad Hatter. I stay with the fitted caps. You know, I already do that. I've been doing that for years on top of years. I'm the Mad Hatter. So I'm definitely going to try to get me a couple of them gazelles. I got my I got my seven or eight pair of sunshades on the side. Um, now I got to wear the spectacles. So, you know, I had to come correct. And you already know yeah, when the gear comes down. I'm a, Queens, I'm a Queens cat. Yeah, if y'all don't know the pedigree, <laughs> check, the, check the homework. Queens cat, we fly. We fly, niggas. That's it. Trust me. Sorry. If y'all didn't know, y'all need to understand. We fly. That's how we man, get man. it. Man, I got clothes in the closets with tags still on them. I ain't even wear these shit yet. You know what I'm saying? I just put... Man, forget it. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 don't, I don't even get to... You know what I'm saying? So... You know, like some of the stuff I might wear on 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 the screen to be like the first shipment in the closet for two years. <laughs> I ain't never got to wear it outside. You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know what I'm saying? So, like for that episode, you know what I'm saying? So, at least I get to wear it for y'all. At least I get to wear it for y'all. So, it's all good. So we gonna get we gonna get the dirty get we gonna get the dirty basement apparel going on. Don't 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 forget about that. I got my union shirts already. Don't forget about that. We gonna we gonna get it in this new year. Well, we gotta get it in. Well, you know, we had started that a little while ago, Mr. Well, we started that a little while ago. You know what I'm saying? We had the dirty basement bags. We had the dirty basement hoodies for a while. You know what I'm saying? I, I was. You know, I was, uh, you know, I was working on like an idea for the ladies for a while. I had a whole brand for the ladies that I still have in mind that we was, you know, working on, a, you know, a couple of years ago. So, um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Then I was looking at some, you know, I was looking at some, some sneakers too, y'all. I was looking at some sneakers. Oh, but, don't do that. Don't but, do that. but, but. I only saw the high tops, and I'm not really a high top dude. I like my low cut joints, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, but a lot of stuff yeah, coming man. up for 2020. A lot of stuff that may be in the in the works for 2024. So definitely stay tuned. It's about that time for us to get on out the door, get ready to shut it down. Make sure you're tuned in tomorrow. All right for. DJ Itchy Pomona, he'll be in the building right here on Dirty Basement Radio starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, all right, with the uh, Retro Future uh, Radio Show, all right, doing it real official, all right, here on Dirty Basement Radio, all right, so make sure that you tune in for that, all right, my big salute to him, big salute to A1, I look for them, all right, uh, uh, running around Cali, make sure you get that, all the pictures, all the footage, 
All right, you know what I'm saying? Definitely looking forward to see, you know what I'm saying, that connection being made. It's what we do here on Dirty Basement Radio, man. Google us, man. We have an international brand. The industry knows exactly who we are. <laughs> Believe me what I tell you, all right? Believe me exactly what I tell you. All right, time for us to get on out the door, man. Appreciate everybody coming through. Big shout-out to DJ QBZ. All right, getting ready to shut it down right now with Mona. All right, this is her single right here. This is Be Careful. Y'all take care and be safe. Peace. This is for the loves we lost but never did. This is for the last times we swore were the last time the last for the endless nights we cried I love to sleep This is for that record we played And we played that record Hold your lighters up high If you've been through what I've been through 